back to another episode of Diggity, a video game podcast. And uh, I have some special guests with me today. I'm Brody, and I will be your host tonight as Jeff is in the Great White North visiting family and, I don't know, riding a moose or whatever the fuck they do up there. Uh, but tonight I am joined by Evan and Nick from WASD and Beyond. And uh, if you've listened to us or our other podcasts that we do with these guys, these are no strangers to you. They're practically regulars on the show now. So how you doing, fellas? Doing Pretty good. Fantastic. Doing good, good is to take a big sip. Uh, I think what you're referring to with when it comes to Jeff, he's not on a moose. He is teasing the Mounties, and he's beating the shit out of Dudley Do-Right. <laughs> because Dudley Do-Right is the worst thing to come out of Canada. And I don't even know if it came out of Canada, but Dudley Do-Right, that, that's the asshole who is the Mountie cartoon guy who steps on the rake, right? I, I think so. Maybe like Rocky and Bullwinkle, Dudley. See that—that right? that sounds like some shit that was made in the states, and just like making fun of Canada. So that like, sound like some actually Canadian stuff. Old timey, what people would say today is racist. If yes, yeah, absolutely. If Jeff, wild times back in the day. If Jeff is riding a moose up there, I can guarantee that the words he's saying are focus, speed. I am speed, which was spoken by, God, of course, no, Lady McQueen. No, 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 no. <laughs> you, you and Jeff already ruined that episode of OBO. I had a Don't contractual obligation to uh, to say it. I had. To did Jeff it. make you sign a contract? No, uh, some Lucas, bullshit. Lucas, Nick's little brother, did. And he was like, "You have to, you have to do cars because Jeff isn't Next here." Next time I come up to Detroit, <laughs> oh, you can you can kick the shit out of him. I just wanted to get it done. I, I just no, that's fantastic. I have, so to make boys, a, right? I have to make a Toy Story quote as well at some point. A Toy Story quote also? Come I think on. it's because of Lightyear, if you saw the trailer. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I did. Buzz Lightyear has hair, by the way. I got a good joke for that one, too. I don't know if I could say it. Buzz Lightyear is also... Nothing bad. Kind of hot. Uh, when he's I, not a toy. Have you seen the memes <laughs> people are making about him with his with his with uh, seeing his hair and all that kind of stuff? Or like him in like the outfit, like the thing they showed is like the thumbnail for the trailer. The first oh, thing yeah. I saw, I didn't see the trailer, but I saw the image and like a response to it. And they were like, this totally looks like a guy who turns off his body cam. Jeez. I was like, I was like, he's totally not. It's Buzz Lightyear. But the, yeah, it was just, it was cracking me up the way they the people are roasting it. And I was like, he looks like a good guy. He doesn't look like he's going to be that bad. I'm excited. So, now that we've made that joke, do you guys want to tell everybody where they can find you Go ahead. <laughs> yes in yes. case they want to probably well, won't want to now i mean i i barely gotten even a chance to speak yet so they still they, they still might want to prior Sorry. to this um yeah you can find wasd and beyond on twitter and instagram at beyond wasd you can find us on apple music spotify google play anywhere you listen to your podcasts you can find us uh, at WASD and beyond. We are also on a sister show with the boys from Diggity Podcast called Objectively Bad Opinions, where you can hear us not talk about video games um, because WASD is also a video game show. And Diggity and WASD, we kind of piggyback off each other for ideas and conversations and all that cool shit. So we are all one and the same, and uh, it's a great time. Find us there. If you've already listened to all your episodes of Diggity for the week, check us out afterwards, maybe. Give us a shot. It's a good show. I, I still listen 
to this day, even though I hear from you guys all the fucking time. And uh, I get Discord notifications of some random bullshit that you post in there. So it's fantastic. I listen to, to Diggity when I'm on the because I, I, I drive for a living right now. Yeah. Um, so I listen to Diggity when I'm on the road. And just, I crack up. I just crack up each time. I'm like, oh, Jeff and Brody got their radio voices on. Because oh, obviously yeah. like, we talk off air. It's like I know how we speak off air. It definitely changes. So if you go back and listen to like the first don't do it, but if you were in theory to go back and listen to like the first probably 30 to 40, I radio voiced the shit out of this for a long, long time. Oh, yeah. And it was very, very hard to kind of knock that off. And finally, I got to the point where it's 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 mainly normal talking, but a little yeah. bit of a little bit of spice, a little bit of oomph behind it. Right. I mean, same. But like if you listen to the old WASD shit. You can literally hear me and Matt just shuffling through notes. Going, um, oh. And we're also talking <laughs> oh, no. about. Oh, that's not good at all. <laughs> and then we were just like, dude, no more notes. No more show notes. No more notes. We're just yeah. talking. So kind of like what you guys are doing nowadays, eh? Because this is the, this is yeah. our first um, episode with you guys since the new change to the show, the new logos. Did you guys change I... your theme song as well? I don't think so. But did you? Did you? No, no, okay. no, no. I, I, I have kept the theme song. For most of this i like the theme song so i like the theme song too it gets stuck in my head it, it's just one of those things i like having it in there so okay. um but i should probably plug my shit as well because yes. i don't normally do this hosting stuff this is normally jeff's job but you can find us on instagram and twitter at diggity podcast and i mean if you're watching us live uh we go live usually about 9 30 every Thursday night, and the episode will go live on Friday, uh, bright and early in the morning. So when you wake up, the first thing you can put into your ear holes are us, which is concerning and probably a, an issue. But realistically, uh, any other hole they want to as well, because you guys are talking through them at that point. Oh God, I don't like. What yeah, you're with this. Don't put yep. don't put them yep. in your ear. I'm gonna though. have to. I'm going to have to put like a, a disclaimer at the beginning of Diggity episodes when you guys are on like OVO. You really are. <laughs> we haven't podcasted but, in three weeks. We're back. We nice. Nice. Shake the dust or the rust off here on uh, Diggity. I appreciate it. But anyway, we try very guys, hard. what what have you been playing? Uh, actually, I've been playing Metroid Dread. Nice. Liking it? Love it. Uh, the Emmys are kind of depending on like how far, how far you're in the game, right? They they scale in difficulty, um, which is cool. The one that pissed me off was the green one. I think it was like the super super fast one. Yeah, and because you you know you got your pulse rifle, you know you get your energy, and then like you get you, you pulse rifle them in the face, and then you blow their head off. I it took me like an hour to find a good spot just to sit there and just nuke this bitch and then charge my rifle and shoot it in the head. Really? So like there was plenty of times where I'm like, dude, I'm gonna break this fucking controller. Um, <laughs> I am I've heard there's a lot of parts that are pretty tough, like real tough. It's like a 2D Dark Souls. I mean, Metroid games are all they're not they're easy always, games. Yeah, they're always pretty pretty tough. And if I'm being honest, Ed Varnell's about to have a fucking heart attack. That's this is my first Metroid game I've ever played. Oh, okay. Yeah, Ed's, Ed's about to have a fucking aneurysm. <laughs> but like, yes, yeah, my first Metroid game. It just, you know, what got me was the cover of it. Yeah, the cover's fantastic. So like, I looked at the cover. I'm like, dude, like, I like Samus as a character. I think she's badass. 
yeah. the badass female protagonist. And I was like, dude, cool. Like, and this game's kind of horror based almost a little bit, right? Like you're being stalked, but the cover. And I was like, okay, I'll get the fucking game. I will get this fucking game. And now that me, my fiance or wife rather has a OLED. Yeah, you can't say fiance anymore. <laughs> no, I got a, got a ring on it. it takes uh, time honey. to get used to, but, uh, she has an OLED switch now. I got it for her for her birthday. I, I look at her play Animal Crossing. I'm like, dude, I want to play Dread on that. Bigger screen, brighter, looks prettier. So, like, yeah, man, other than uh, Dread, not else, not much else. Do the, like, wedding and all that crazy There's shit. There's a wedding? I didn't know about this. We'll talk, we'll talk <laughs> about that married? more on OBO. Who got married? <laughs> what the dog do? What the dog doing? Um, is it How my about turn? you, Evan? Yeah, what games have, it what is games your have I been playing? Um, that is I've the been, question. I've been, I, just, I forgot. <laughs> um, no, I, honestly, I've been kind of jumping around. I've had, honestly, a really tough time trying to figure out what to play. I've kind of gone to Overwatch when I've been bored and I just want to play something quick. I've tried playing mm-hmm. like Metro Exodus for a single player thing. I've played some Red Dead. I'm just kind of bouncing all over the place just because I really can't find something. Um, I'm playing a lot of Battlefield 4 just because that's I'm good at it. I like to it's again, it's kind of like Overwatch really easy to play and I don't have to think a lot about it, but I I want to sink my teeth into something and I just don't have any single player games that are really grabbing me at the moment. I've had I've played through all the Spider-Man games on PS4. I've played through the Last of Us games plenty of times. Like I'm kind of losing my I wouldn't say interest in in single player games, but I'm just having a tough time trying to keep into them, I guess, if that makes sense. Like, did you kind of bounce off of Far Cry? Because I know you were (laughs) starting to get into it and then you you said it's basically i mean more of the same oh yeah right? it looks I, like I, shit i played i played far cry 6 for i'm telling you i'll look i guarantee it was probably like 15 minutes not even Ooh. and i was just like i was playing it and i was I, I went through like the first part of it and i got to the first mission past like the little intro and i they're like go meet this guy at a bar and i'm like all right cool i'll go meet this guy at a bar it's at a cantina on the ocean around like at the waterfront I'm like sure i'll go through it whatever i go up to it this guy's talking to the bartender the bartender's pissed at him because he's being rude about his drink he's got a pet alligator or crocodile i can't tell the difference in florida but his, na- his, na- his name starts with a g i can't remember his name guapo that was his name guapo the alligator guapo the alligator and like they're talking and all of a sudden, a whole bunch of the bad guys show up and this guy is like, bastard, who did this? He looks at the bartender and the bartender is like, it was me. And then for whatever <laughs> reason, this guy picks up the book he was reading and holds it in front of the dude's face and then shoots his gun through the book, his own book, I'd like to add. The guy who was reading his own book, Why? his book, shot through his book and killed the bartender and then I had to fight off the bad guys and then do one of those, you know, NPC walks where I got to follow him back to the place I just left. Oh, God. Oh, it's the, that's the worst thing is that I have to sit there and I've got to follow this guy. But he walks slower than me. He runs slower than me. So I'm just oh, kind of you know, following him. And I was why, just like, why is that so hard for developers to do? Like match it to one of the speeds. Either he doesn't the have to or be the walking speed. He, I, I'm fine if he's faster than me. I really don't care. I don't care if he's like the, the old guy from Squid Game and I got to follow him around. Like, that's fine. <laughs> as long as he's faster than me, I don't really care. 
Like, oh my gosh, I, that I'm was one thing I loved. Well, I mean, I loved a lot of things about Red Dead, but the the idea of like when you're following on a horse, you could literally just take your hands off the controller, and yeah, and it would just follow for you, right? Like that. Sweet. That is one of the many things that were beautiful about Red and, Dead too. But and God. as you as you sped up, they sped up more, so you'd always be behind them. You would never be going past them which is really nice whereas i get why a lot of people i had a buddy of mine Derek, who who hated the game just because he would go to a place start the mission and then it's like hey we got to ride out this way in the opposite direction (laughs) and he was like that's just stupid he's like in terms of game design he's like i find you're just gonna annoy people if they got to keep just doing that but yeah, yeah i like the idea of i never have to worry about going too fast i never have to worry about slowing down and waiting up i can yeah like you said just take my hands off the keyboard or controller and just let it go. Well, in Red Far Dead, Cry has not gotten it down yet in like, I don't know, 15, 20 years, as long as I've been alive. <laughs> in Red Dead, you kind of create your own pace, though. You can, like, yeah. You're going fast. The NPC Those, goes. They'll speed up. Yeah. They, oh, they I got to go fast, if, too. If you go at a moderate pace, they go at a moderate pace. There's never a there's never a moment where you like if you slow down, I think in certain sections, they just stop and they just wait yeah. for you. Yeah. And like. Far Cry is not because it. You know what? That mission where I'm following him, it it serves as a tutorial. So I'm following him, and we're running away from a place where we just shot up a bar and killed like 15 people. And I'm following him and his fucking pet alligator. And he's like, "Hey, by the way, that's an enemy outpost. You should go take care of that." It's like, really? We just shot up a town. You want to stop and do this nonsense? And he's that, like, "No." That's he's like, "Yeah." He's like, yeah, it gives you, you know, whatever currency or points or whatever bullshit they have in the game. And he's like, yeah, so basically, if you take out enough of these outposts, then you can build more makeshift firearms. Like, you know, uh, a gun. Lazy a gun that, showing you the mechanics yeah. of the game. <laughs> yeah, he's like, basically, if you take out this outpost, I'll give you a gun that shoots CDs out of it. I'm like, why don't you just give me a gun that, like, fires 5.56 or 7.62? Yeah. Like, why do I need to fire... something that shoots, you know, normal ammo? Well, why don't I need to fire, like, to Pat Benatar's heartbreaker at some dude? Like, why can't I just, you know, you're, shoot him? You're also talking to the guy who made a fucking... Louisville, Florida, Louisville, fucking silencer with a book. That's called the right, Florida yeah. silencer. It's just it'll work. Well, yeah, well I was. Well, I'm just. I'm watching the. I'm. I'm as like first time playing through it. I see him do that, and in my head, I'm go. Why don't you just fucking shoot him? He wasn't gonna duck. Like he. He didn't recognize right. anything that's about if to I happen. Put, if I put the book in front of him, he can't see what's about to hit him. Well, well, and on top of that, it's like he looks and he sees all these bad guys show up, and then he holds the book. I'm like, who are you trying to hide it from? Everybody sees you. Like nobody is. Yeah, no, I I tried playing Far Cry and I couldn't stand to it. I wanted to play the previous ones, but then I realized the previous ones are just going to be like this one. So, yeah, absolutely. I I stayed away from it. Yeah, there's a video. Sorry, Brody, but there is a video going around on uh, Instagram right now. And it's showing like Far Cry from like 2006 to Far you Cry s- now. You sent that to me. Yeah, you showed me. It was Far Cry 2 you, and Far Cry 6. Yeah. Where you can shoot in Far Cry 2, you shoot like leaves or mm-hmm. big pieces of like foliage. You shoot the branches. Breaks, yeah, they fall breaks. off. Yeah. They show Far Cry 6. It's just like, nope. Yeah. Nothing nope. moves. Just There's leave not like even a bullet hole. hole on it. No, not, not even. Not even. Not no. even. No, no, no. But in those games, I see. I think, which is kind of going to tie into like what we're talking about today, but like, I really think that back in the day when you were when all these games were coming out for consoles, next gen and new age shit meant something. Yeah, because like each developer 
didn't put out like yeah there was bad games of course yeah, right of course yeah. but like each developer like for a far cry title for a halo title gears of war it was always like whoa holy shit like yeah, it they, still I mean, looks like that game right. but like the wow factor was always there because yeah. you're looking at this going, holy shit, like they did up it. It looks beautiful. It didn't take public outrage, Halo Infinite, to make your game look stunning. <laughs> well, like, look at the brute now. They showed it side it's by so side. It's so good, yeah. It, it looks like, so much better. And it's like, why did we, the consumer, have to go, you're telling me you want me to run this game on this fucking, you can't see it, my Xbox Series X, this fucking $500 system that is, next gen it's not it's a fucking xbox one in a new box <laughs> Tell, it, it, that's what the I brute mean, looks like you wouldn't know because well, you I'm haven't been able to play you wouldn't, you wouldn't be able to tell because you've played no what have you played any new generation i played, tw- I played 12 minutes on that game on okay, that, that system. is that okay. is I, what else am i gonna fantastic play? type i yeah fair enough right i mean Forza comes out next month, so there's that. I hate really Yeah, really I figured you were in a racing game guy, but I, I'm Jordy, excited. I'll drive for that. with you. I'll drive with you. I, 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 yeah. I, I've been playing Horizon Four actually. That's the game I've been playing. I'll talk about there that you after go. you guys are done on this tangent. I've really been my PlayStation that. has gotten plenty of use. I beat Demon Souls, and now it sits there too, though. Yeah. <laughs> See that? That's <laughs> I've been using my Xbox for a lot of like third party titles lately. I think but where's the new games for that gen? Say as a coffee, they're table. coming at the end of this year, man. Like, I've been why are the systems out? Why are they out? Because they could. I'm having an anger. <laughs> I'm going. That. I'm having a panic attack. Um, Sorry, don't, don't do that. <laughs> no, that that. <laughs> you know it's crazy that we got onto this because, like, I literally just installed Forza like last week. But yeah, I've been playing nice. Horizon Four a lot. Um, I was say, not my favorite. I three was better. Personally. Three, three is better, and and I I only downloaded four because I have not I did not finish like the whole seasons thing where you can kind of yeah. switch between them. I wanted to get to like uh, spring or whatever. I'm I'm in winter right now, so I'm trying to get through that because uh, this kind of goes along with my uh, most recent James Bond obsession. I've wanted to drive a lot of the Aston Martins, so <laughs> I got one in game. And then I was like, oh, this is so cool. I love driving this. And then I've just been trying to get through the winter so I can actually have nice roads to to really drift around on and that kind of thing. Yeah. I mean, drifting isn't hard and the winter is actually easier. But like I want to be able to have that freedom to go really fast on certain roads and stuff like that. And, you know, Microsoft got more of my money because apparently they had a James Bond car pack that I didn't know about. So, of course, I bought it. <laughs> got it. And so you're such a shill. Oh, I, I did. Oh, yeah. I am. Oh, well, here's the thing is that if any other car game came <laughs> out and they and were I like, <laughs> like, yeah, any other car game that comes out and they're like, yeah, we got a James Bond car pack. It's like, all right, you got me. Like, I'll I'll get it just for that, just because I've always loved James Bond stuff and I love the cars. Sadly, Horizon 4 does not have any of the gadgets in the cars. I'd really like to be able to use like a parachute in the DB5. I mean, but that'd I be that. a weird, weird ad for a forza game but that's yeah. true that's true but then you also got to look at it too is like they have a like on i think it's three forza horizon three they have the hot wheels island so i mean really how far are we going here like fair enough you tell, and that you're was telling fantastic me, right yeah that's that's awesome so like you're telling so cool. me you're telling me you can do that but i can't drive like the uh one of the i think it's like the lotus in one of the older james bond movies that goes underwater you know if it turns into oh, the yeah. underwater car like come on you gotta give me something I mean, they'd right? have to do that all for one car granted right, the, the hot wheels expansion was like it's still just racing but now you might go in a loop-de-loop type of thing right on an yeah. orange track <laughs> Sonic, but I, I i've been really enjoying cool 
Fours is chill. Yeah. It's fun. Um, it's the one problem I guess I'll always have with just those styles of games is that they force you to use different cars for certain races and stuff like that, which I understand why. Yeah, but like when I get into a car that I really like and I upgrade it or I modify it, you know, and just kind of make it my own. I really want to be able to use that for everything. And then they're like, well, no, you're driving off road. So like you got to use an off road car. And it's like, I, yeah. I understand why, but at the same time, it's like, I really am thing, enjoying, man. I'm really enjoying the cars I'm driving. Yeah. So that's, I, I actually like that though, because like otherwise I just use a McLaren all of the time. I get Yeah. Just fuck all of you. McLaren's I'm taking this cool. very, very nice fucking car off road. Oh, oh yeah no i did the same thing as soon as i got uh the james bond car pack i picked like the aston martin dv10 and i was like all right uphill in the snow let's go this would never work it'll it would it would crash or break instantly but yeah. you know let's have fun with it yeah no that's that's one game i've actually been kind of enjoying just chill and don't have to really focus a lot can I kind of just listen to music and tune things out so yeah so I was kind of in the same space where I was having a hard time getting into anything. I have Tales of Arise sitting on the back burner. I just kind of, I don't know, I was grinding through it pretty quick and kind of fell off of it. So I haven't played it for probably a month now. Uh, but recently I got back into Destiny 2 and I'm fucking okay. hooked again. Um, I, I don't know. So they literally bring in like psychologists and and study like what gets people hooked on games and that's how they like kind of base all their gameplay loops, and everything right yeah um i'm i'm really really hooked again it's a problem uh <laughs> is it worth it, playing because i you know yoder yeah yeah, yeah. He, he he's a big destiny player okay yeah. bread and butter like if there's anything i can give to that guy he's a good diva main and he, he plays a shit out of destiny he always tries to get me to play it. I'm not into the looters. I, I don't like Borderlands. No, I, do I. I, I, I played Destiny See, 1. I'm a sucker like for that shit, though. I really am. I used I like to love looting. Borderlands, but I like I like the looting aspect. But then like yeah. I, I played Destiny 1. It, I know that game is not what Destiny 2 is, though. I've no, it is that. very different. I will say that for sure, because um, I played well over a thousand hours in Destiny 1. I what? loved How? that game. I loved it. I absolutely loved it. I played the shit out of it. I raided. I did all of it, right? In Destiny 2, I have not done a single raid. Um, I bounced out of it at like 40 hours, I believe. And I'm just now getting back into it. And over the last like two weeks, I've put a ton of time into this game. Uh, granted, I'm also way behind, so I have a lot of things to do. I have not hit in-game quite yet. Yeah. Um, so I, I still have... I have work to do there and that's probably why I still enjoy it. But once I hit that, that level cap, I don't know how much I will enjoy that, that grind to get to I, the, the soft level cap. And then the next soft level cap, because they have two of them now, it, they, they've done some, some screwy shit. And I mean, they made news this week for, for putting out or their um they had two dungeons that are hidden behind a deluxe edition of the next expansion like they Ooh. and everybody thought activision was the 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 big culprit for like you know 
making him greedy and this and that. And turns out, no, it's just Bungie. Um, but regardless, oh, yeah. for the time being, it is filling that shooter role for me because I deleted Call of Duty, which I didn't enjoy playing anyway. But I would play with some no. friends that played on Xbox because it was it was cross uh, cross play. Uh, play a little bit of Overwatch um, and things like that. But this is really kind of scratching that itch for me and so for that i'm i'm thankful uh the other game i played uh a couple other games i played some hot wheels unleashed which is actually really good <laughs> oh yeah that's a kids or was just you? so i picked it up um probably about two weeks ago uh my kids had played it i had not and then finally last night i sat down and i'm like okay i'm taking a break from destiny i'm gonna sit down and actually play this game uh, by myself i mean mind you the kids were in bed so i was playing it by myself and it's actually a lot of fun it's really a pretty solid arcadey racer okay I, I enjoy okay. it for what it is. I, the, there's some weird stuff like you earn a currency and you got to open a loot box to unlock cars and you can get duplicates type of thing. But uh, even that's not too terrible because if you get rid of a car, you get most of the currency back. So it's not it's not the worst thing in the world. But um, yeah, there's a little bit of a grind in there. And uh, the, the kids actually played on my account and unlocked a Batmobile that is like a one of the top tier cars. And so I can just breeze through all the races now. It's fantastic. Your kids did that? That's yeah. Cool. Yeah, they just, well, I think they got it from a, a blind box like that, you know, the, the loot box type of thing. But you can't you can't buy the loot boxes with real money. So oh, that's I, good. I, I was about to say like, nice. okay, let's use daddy's credit card. Yeah, no, 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 no. No, they have no access to that. But uh, you, you earn it from in-game currency. And then they have, I mean, they do have like a car pack that is a, probably a little bit more expensive than it needed to be but um it, it's pretty cool i mean they have a big like deal with dc right now so I, i'm kind of excited i might That's end up cool. picking that up at some time especially if it goes on a sale or something yeah. uh, they also did like some deals with capcom uh which is kind of cool there's like some street fighter um cars and things like that um the Whether other games i've been playing cars. i've been playing tetris effect connected on switch and I'm a sucker for Tetris, man. I, I enjoy it. Uh, and I also have been playing uh, Monster Boy in the Cursed Kingdom. I've heard of that. Yeah, is that yeah. good? It's actually pretty decent. Um, it's not quite as tight on the controls as I would hope for, especially for a Metroidvania that you know does really kind of revolve around some pretty tight platforming here and there. Um, but so far from what I've played, it's actually pretty good. I probably have a couple hours in that or so, maybe an hour and a half. Um, oh, okay. But it, it's decent. Um, I got it. It was on a huge, huge sale. So it was. I think it's normally like forty bucks, and I got it for like ten bucks. I think. Um, so it was. It was worth the buy. It, it's. It's keeping me from buying Metroid Dread for a little bit longer. Is all it's doing. <laughs> just do it. <laughs> I will eventually. I, I'm just holding off for now and. Uh, uh, Jeff and I just went in on uh, Riders Republic, so we'll have that to play. Oh my god, oh, you guys! Nice. What? What, Nick? What? Nothing? Yeah, Nick. Nothing? What you got to say? Okay. What you got to say? Come on, Nick. I like, you guys. I you like said those something? sports games, man. They're they're good. Those extreme sports games are fun. <sighs> I wish I can get into them. I, I wish the sports games. See, I like you like your Dark Souls and things like that. I like my sports game. Fuck you. Hey, <laughs> hey Evan. <laughs> what? You, want, you might want to come just a little closer to your mic. No way. Wait, Shut up. There he is. Maybe don't sorry. look like you're going to fall asleep in your chair leaning way back. I'm sorry. I'm, 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 <laughs> I'm yeah. 
I'm so, looking through hey, the, the Steam sale as we're talking. Oh, my God. Steam Halloween sales live, boys. Next, next time, I'm just going to get mad on here. Fuck you. Really? All right. Have, have more fun with that. <laughs> I guarantee you. Fuck you, Matt. Have fun. Uh, but anyway, uh, so we've, I mean, for those of you that have not listened for the last, what, two weeks now, uh, we have kind of switched gears a little bit, a little bit of a combination between news and uh, a, a topic of some sort. And we've actually, last week, I feel like we found that good balance. But this week, unfortunately, nothing really happened. <laughs> Or nothing too exciting to where we could create a good topic off of it. Um, So this week, we kind of are are going a little bit of freeform on this. And I thought it'd be interesting, especially with the group of people we have here tonight, to talk about what it's like to be gaming as an adult. And I use adult loosely because Evan's here. He's I, I was gonna say, I was gonna say, you should lose, you should, you know, use loosely like the whole group of people we have here. I mean, it's Nick and I. There's not really much people. There's three of us. Three is a party. Okay, you're the only person I would say in here. It's more Nick and I are just kind of amalgamations of this, human beings. This still pertains to what we're about to talk to. To and let me explain. Yeah. Oh, that means it's not going to have anything to do with what it, we're it talking does. about. When I was younger, I never. <laughs> thought i would ever be able to play this is a bit of a news segment before that because you guys yeah. do do news still yeah we yeah. you said doo-doo i did say doo-doo. <laughs> I'm i totally never not a thought kid. i would be able to play playstation games on pc and yeah, then they that did the is slow wild rollout. they did the slow and, rollout and now they have playstation pc yep yep it's so crazy like, so are they did they look my question before we go into this are they? Did they look at the Xbox model and go, "Oh fuck, we are literally missing an entire market of people"? Because yeah. Xbox, you can play any game on Xbox on your PC. Any. Most doesn't. Uh, I, the I, Xbox believe, I, I believe. I believe that every, they actually. Oh, no, yeah, yeah right. not all of them are on there, but most of them are. The main, yeah, a good chunk Halo. of them, right? Yeah, most. They're, they're yeah, major most first-party titles. Yeah, their big boys are on there, but not everything. Yeah, I, I I fully think that PlayStation did do exactly that. I mean, they, yeah. they would have had to because at this point we're I know that, you know, console wars are still a thing, but we're not far off from and Jeff and I talked about this uh, last week or the week before. I think it was last week. Yeah, because we were yeah. talking about ports, but um, we're not far off from having a, a, a essential thumb drive that you just plug into your fucking your uh your tv and now you're playing games right like we're we're in this age of streaming and you know xbox is doing a good job of of balancing that market and also focusing on pc stuff as well and playstation is gonna get left behind at some point yeah they have the games but as far as the ecosystem xbox has that down pat and so i think i think playstation is definitely trying to get a piece of that pie granted they are also um you know releasing games that came out you know a few years ago so they're they're a little toe. behind the curve but they're putting their toe in the water yeah Days. i mean yeah. uh kina bridge of spirits released on the epic game store and all of playstation games are going to the epic game store i don't know if you noticed that as well they're most of them aren't coming to steam they're coming to the epic that. game store which is weird because they've already dropped horizon on steam they've dropped death right. stranding on steam they've tr- they're dropping gear uh, god of war on right. steam right right 
days gone. So like, it's I'm, interesting I'm not... to see them both. Uh, yeah, I guess I, I forgot that a few of those did come to Steam now too. But maybe the uh, bigger, bigger ones will probably hit all platform. Yeah. And but like I mean, they got some of that that ten cent money, right? So they're well, you, know, you, you know, you know damn well they did. Fuck yeah, absolutely. What a evil company! It's Evil Corp from fucking Mr. Robot. <laughs> evil company. Yeah, they are. Anyways, no, you know what I'm just excited about with that whole PlayStation PC stuff. I'm just, you know, what I'm waiting for. Last of Us. Oh, dude. it's happening. Oh, it's gonna look so good. How many well, times have you played through that game? one or two you just asking one. like oh, oh, no, 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 no 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 i'm asking first game or second game like oh. which which one are you which one just I, either both. i guess so both. for both of them i've probably played through the first one just because it's been out longer probably at least i'd say 10 to 15 times jesus um, fuck when you have eight years in between you really have a lot of time i remember i don't I mean, want to talk fair. about that half-life for, and half-life 2 Oh, for 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 me, it was it was really it was almost like robotic where it was like I played through it the first time as a kid. I mean, I was 13 when this game came out, and I just remember I thought it was interesting when I saw it at E3 and I was like, oh, my gosh, this looks so cool. I loved the whole running through like the overgrown city like they had that first E3 trailer. I loved that. And then I it was literally the day it came out. I didn't even know it was coming out. And I saw like a YouTube video where it was like, Hey, the last of us just dropped. There's my first episode Here's Or like I'm live, I'm playing through it. And I just, I ran downstairs to my dad and I was like, Hey, the last of us just came out. I really want to play this. Can I get it? And he's like, yeah, sure. And I went and I got it on my PS three and I started playing it. And within the first 15 minutes, I was like not prepared as a kid for the amount of emotion that was going to be in this game because it's like in the first 15 minutes, the worst thing happens. So like I was like, oh, oh, no, I wasn't prepared for that. So I played through it. I loved it. I played through it again on a harder difficulty, went to the hardest difficulty after finishing it again, waited a couple months and then Grounded came out, which is the hardest mode they've made, which like, you know, you basically die in one or two hits. You have no reticle. You have like very limited health supplies, went and played through it like that, like literally like it was no problem. And then I just kind of played through it again for fun Two, I played less just because it's been out for less time and I haven't had the ability to play it as often as I'd like. But I think I've played through it completely at least two or three times now. But if I could, I'd play through it a lot more. I really enjoy uh, those games. But yeah, no, sorry. Didn't mean to take off on that tangent there, but you asked. I wanted to, I wanted to give a thorough answer instead of just being, like, I don't know, like 15. <laughs> like, Where normally you would have just a, a general answer. When it comes to The Last of Us, you you have the, oh, yeah. the full like Wikipedia I mean, I can give a, answer. I can give I can give a good answer for for any question you might have uh, about Ask like games I play. How many times I played Half-Life 2? How many times have you played Half-Life 2? Lots. <laughs> I thought he was going to have a specific number. I'm really disappointed. <laughs> I, I, I don't know how so many times. So disappointed. All right. Back to the main topic. I am so sorry for. No, you're you're fine. You're fine. Uh, that's, that's, I, that's I fully expect that when I have you guys on. I mean, it, it's, it's how it interesting, goes, right? though, isn't it? It Play is, dude. Like, I cannot believe it. Like, Happy I'm to be here. so fucking God of War. I could uh, I hit my ring on my desk. That hurt. God of War <laughs> on PC is going to just. It's going to look fucking gorgeous, dude. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm locked for. Oh, get my cock hard. Oh, gross. Gross. Nobody wanted to hear that. Nobody, nobody, not even me. And I've slept over at your house. I didn't want to know that. We slept in the same hotel room. I'm going to have to pop a Viagra. 
<laughs> that was funny. All right, we'll Let, talk about that at OBO. <laughs> we'll yep. save that for OBO for sure. Oh, yeah. Uh, but anyway, yeah, guys. So uh, gaming as an adult. I mean, yeah. how there's a lot of things that kind of tie into that, right? Like, I mean, there's, there's always the stigma. There's this, this mentality that, Oh, well you shouldn't be gaming as, as an adult, you should be doing other things. Uh, there's also, you know, what we expected from gaming as an adult um, and, and some, you know, various different things. What we're all in very different parts of our life too. I mean, uh, you just got married. You have a, a two year old, almost two year old. Yep. Uh, yeah, so it's pretty close. Very, very different than I, I've like been I. married for eight years now, and, or almost eight years now, and I have a nine and a six year old. So, uh, very different realm. And then there's Evan, who <laughs> fresh, fresh I, on twenty one. Love the way twenty one. I love he's, the way Brody went about that. <laughs> like, he, he's basically an adult nothing. <laughs> number only, and that's about it. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. No, I'm no just yeah. Um, so I guess, um, we'll, we'll start with, with Nick here and yeah, kind of get your, your perspective on some of this on, and kind of what, how this matched up to what you pictured as a kid. Cause I mean, I know for me, I, I, I always imagined gaming as an adult would be great. Cause it's like, Oh, I have money. I can buy all the games I want instead of playing games that came out four years ago that I picked up from a, you know, a, a local game store. And I traded like a couple games to get type of thing, you know? Um, so what's what's that like for you now so gaming as an adult has its pros and cons right like i remember gaming as like a teenager early 20s like when i when hey okay for instance halo 3 comes out i didn't have money i, I just fucking did i was a fucking teenager i didn't have money yeah but i still showed up to the fucking midnight release with a stack full of fucking games and oh was, you were that guy that yeah. traded in a bunch of games that that night. Everybody's just trying to pick up fucking Halo three. <laughs> yeah. So like and then like I had like the special edition of Gears of War and this dude was like, I'll give you fucking 50 bucks for that. And I was like, oh, my God, that's like half the game or more than half the fucking game. So cool. So in my head, I'm like, dude, when I'm older, I'm not going to have to do this shit. And like, uh, you know, I'm going to have more time. No, man, I miss those days of gaming because I I dropped out of high school. I had no responsibilities. I could just fucking sit on my fat ass and play video games and eat toast Tostino's pizza rolls all day. And I would just kind of figure out how to get video games instead of going, I can't buy this game because if I buy this game, therefore I can't pay rent correctly. And Jeff is roasting me in the chat somewhere along the lines, I'm sure. But I believe that. Yeah, I mean, I know. I, I thought I was going to have more time. I thought it'd be easier. It's not. It, it, it's definitely not. Gaming is still fun, and it's still one of my greatest passions. Like, I love gaming. I love just just unwinding like that. Right? Like, I have a fucking show dedicated to video games. Um, Wouldn't know it. <laughs> stupid bitch. Um, <laughs> but I, it's got its pros and cons, right? Like. I can go into any store I want now and go, I want that game off shelf and I'll take it home that day instead of having to be like, well, I got a stack of fucking games. I have cracked down one and I have seven copies of cracked down one for some reason. So like how much can I get for that? So like that's changed. Um, time wise. No, I was completely wrong as a child. I, I have less time to play games, which sucks because when I was a kid, I was fu or, um, 
not when I was a kid, but when I was a teenager or like a young adult, I was better at certain games like Counter-Strike or any like competitive FPS game. I was good at those games. I was to the level of my little brother. My little brother learned how to play Counter-Strike through me. I can't stand a chance against Evan or Julian in any FPS nowadays. And I don't, and I, I could, st- I, even if I put the time back into it, I'll never be able to have those reflexes I did when I was younger. That's Getting tacky nukes and cod. Like it was my job. Fucking, just fucking, you know, acing and counter strike. I just don't have, my skill level's not where it used to be because I am not able to put the time in anymore. But, the notion of gaming is just for kids is also ridiculous too, right? Because game games are an art medium, in my opinion. It's it's totally a medium for art. So like, it's a great place for people to decompress or lose themselves or just anything, right? Like, I don't know. Gaming as an adult is cool because I understand the games now as well. I understand the mature overtones. If I were to play Last of Us 2 when I was 19... I, I wouldn't have understood fully what was happening in that opposed to playing it now as a 30 year old man. I'm like, this is deep. This is really fucking deep. And this is a serious game. If that makes sense. Meanwhile, Evan was like eight years old being like, this is the best fucking game I've ever played. It's basically the crazy, the crazy shit is, Yeah. So Evan got His to grow balls up. Hadn't it. even dropped yet. They were they still having to. He he got to grow up in a time like we had. <laughs> that make him spit his Yes, they out. have. Yes, they have. <laughs> but the cool thing for Evan is like, yeah, we grew up with gory games and violent yeah. games. But he Evan got to grow up in a time where games started to get more serious. Yeah, like we did grow up with Doom. I at least I did. I grew up with Doom and uh, Conquer and uh, fucking Halo and Counter Strike and Half Life. Evan had The Last of Us. Evan had Uncharted. Evan had a new era of Tomb Raider. And that's, um, you know what I'm saying? Like, shit like that. Like, you had Sly Cooper and shit, I know, but... Well, like, so so to go on that part of gore, it's like, I also grew... I mean, I was... Not just gore, but just, like, mature themes well, as well. Well, you, well, no, yeah, you're right. But, like, I mean, I, I, I can say for certain that, I mean, even the Uncharted games, uh, like, they, they were good, but I loved them for the story aspect. I think, I think the way I'd go about it is... So, like, you guys had gory games, and I had gory games, too. Like, m- as a kid growing up, the probably the thing I would consider like the most gory game I'd played was probably gears of war. And we, like we being, had able manhunt. To, being able to, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I realized that, but like getting, being able to run up to another, like a, a, an NPC or like an enemy and just chainsaw them in half. You could not. I mean, like, like for me, that was crazy. Like that, that blew my mind as a kid. And yeah. I remember like my parents going, Oh shit, we shouldn't have let them play this. Like, you know, like, like realizing after the fact, but then they wouldn't stop me because I was like, I'm already into it. I'm not going to not play it now. But I would say for me, I mean, yeah, you guys grew up with games that were could be serious or but were still mainly entertainment products, which I mean, to the end of the day, uh, mine still are too, the ones I grew up with. But I grew up with Uncharted, which was very Indiana Jones, very yeah. lighthearted, funny. Well, that, that's and what you, I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. You had these these really but these themes still that like. I would say that you guys had games that were entertainment products and they were one-offs, right? And then yeah. I grew up with games that were like, other than I'd say maybe off the top of my head that I can just think of right now, Half-Life. But like, 
I also grew up when I grew up with Sly Cooper. I was like, this wasn't just Sly Cooper one. It's over. It was Sly Cooper one, two, two three. three, Ratchet and, then, and, and Clank. Then, and yeah. And then, and then you had like Uncharted one, Uncharted two, three, four. And then you would go and like, I remember uh, like as a teenager playing four and going, I remember that from three. I remember that from two. And I was rewarded as a player and, and someone who had consumed those products of, yeah, you're being rewarded with all these other nuances and, and, um, themes from the old games or, you know, Drake going through his attic, a uh, Nathan Drake going through his attic and, and seeing like, Oh, I remember this. And like, you know, you knew it was an uncharted too, but he reads it as I was in Nepal when this happened or whatever it was. And then, yeah, yeah. you had mature themes like red dead redemption, which was like at the end of the, as a kid growing up, you go, it's a cowboy game. But like for me, that's what I thought of it when I played it the first time, but going back and playing it again, I was like, no, this is actually a really good story of a guy who has made mistakes and is trying to in a way make up for them so he can live his life now. And then you have red dead redemption two, which is like, Holy shit just blows your mind. Yeah. Well, you know, same thing with the last at, of us. Look at like a, a grand theft auto. When yeah. I was uh, GTA three came out when I, fuck, when did GTA three come out? I'll look at, I'll look it up. I'll look it up now. That was on the PS two. 2001. Okay. So I was one. Dude. Holy fuck. I, I was a kid. Shit. <laughs> I was literally, I was literally one. I was, I, I can't out. do math, so I'm not going to, but I was a kid. Um, How old, when were you born? 91. In December? Ten, it, that's, yeah. that's the easiest. You were nine. You were nine. Well, I got yeah, my good enough degree, ten, dude. Right? I got my if you were born in December, yeah, you were nine. It came yeah. out October 22nd. Okay. So I was nine years old and I remember GTA came out and my dad would play GTA three in front of me, which is ironic given his, whatever um but he'd play it and i'd be like oh i want to play he's like it's a serious game nico not for you i'd be like what the fuck are you talking about you just run people over but like he would play those games for the story and now looking back as an adult i'm like no gta is not just like yes it's total mayhem carnage chaos but if you Mm -hmm. actually play a gta game and go through the story yeah there's comedic value there's like tons of it it's not but it's a serious fucking. I would say it's almost the level of Red Dead. It's it gets serious. You have yeah. you have you, like you know you have three, which I didn't I didn't play much of three. I plan on playing three <laughs> uh, through um, the trilogy expansion that's coming out, or not expansion, I'm, but like I'm the, playing that as well. The additions, yeah, where you get three Vice City and San Andreas. I'm really excited to play those. Um, I played Vice City, but as a kid, yeah, I mean, that's what I, I played them because I was like, oh, cool. I get to just run people over and shoot random people and, and, you know, just do dumb shit that you can't do in any other game realistically. Right. Whereas a lot of people back in the day or I'm sh- I'm, sh- I'm sure still today want to go and say well, GTA causes people to do bad things, causes people to do this and that and causes crime. And it's like it doesn't. As a kid, I just liked it because Call of Duty, you can't just run off into the street and just, you know, steal someone's car, drive over it into a, a CD alley, beat up a hooker, take the money she's gotten for the night, shoot down another guy that was going to meet said hooker and then go home. You can't do that in any other game. So like that was the interest of like, I just have that freedom. But then I played four and I was like, four was the story I really paid attention to. Yeah, because I was like, this oh, yeah. is yeah, with with Nico Bellic and his cousin who always wants to go bowling, who just won't shut the fuck up because <laughs> I don't want to go fucking bowling. <laughs> Like, oh. like you're you're so preoccupied with bowling. I'm trying to make money here, like asshole. Like, give me a break. But like, that was really good. I liked the 3D ragdoll aspect of it, where people looked not looked lifelike but acted lifelike. 
Um, what did I play? Peggle. Jesus, Jeff. Um, GTA <laughs> five was like the first, I remember four came out and that was in 2008 or 2007. So I was still too young. Like I remember telling my dad, I, I think I straight up said to my dad, I will not go to strip clubs or sleep with hookers. I just want to play the game and drive yeah. around. And he was like, no, it's not happening. That little six or seven year old Evan. I won't yeah. sleep with the hookers. I won't sleep with hookers. I promise. <laughs> Parents um, go to bed all here is the beep, beep, beep. No Brad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm loading it up. Um, but like, I, 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 and I couldn't even play it until I was probably like 13 or 14. And by that time that was GTA five had come out. And I, I asked my dad, I was like, can I play oh GTA five? And he was like, I actually went with my dad to the midnight release of GTA five because it was oh, so to, sweet to everybody. That was such a big thing. We're like, we get to go through all of Los Angeles. I mean, basically, and you get to have three different characters and we're talking, you know, everybody, that's all everybody talked about before the game came out was you get to do this, you get to do that. And I remember the line out Best Buy, you know, and we went and we picked up two copies because you were limited to two people. So or two copies. So we picked up two and um, I came home and I just watched it download. And then I had to go to bed because I had school the next day. And I, w- I went to school, came back and I started playing. And I was like, this is just it looks Thursday great releases, dude, or so. Yeah, <laughs> it looks it looks great. It plays great. Like I'm loving everything about this. And I remember as a kid. Yeah, I was like, this is awesome. And I remember playing through it and actually paying attention to the story of Michael, Trevor, and Franklin. And I thought it was so interesting the way you could combine them and how I had to play as these different people. And then you got to make a choice in the end and kind of pick your own ending, which I think that was, I think GTA, before you got to choose two different endings, you basically got to choose two. Um, And then, yeah, five, they kind of gave you that freedom again. And then with Red Dead 2, they didn't give you so much freedom, but you had more, um, I guess, leeway over how it ended. But anyways, um, no, I remember just, yeah, the GTA games were such a big part of growing up too because they were fun little stories at first. But then as you grow up, you realize, no, they have really detailed stories and themes. And that consequences. Aren't just, yeah, yeah. I mean, then I still say like they, they rival Red Dead, but Red Dead can be so, they, they're so serious. Like, like just because like in that world, I mean, they've only made two games compared to GTA's like five or six now at this point. But like it, Red Dead 2 just has so many different like consequence. I'd say consequences play more in Red Dead than they do in GTA. I mean, GTA, you as Michael, he just he can kill people all day long. And at the end of the day, there's really if you pick the right ending, he doesn't deal with those consequences. You know what I mean? Like, but uh, no, they, the, like GTA is as a kid growing up. Yeah, that would that was the the top of the mountain being able to play gta like when i when i got gta and i was able to play it i felt like an adult i was like i finally get to do it to kind of tie into what you were saying earlier where you know uh, nick and i saw a lot more like one-offs i would argue that a lot of established uh series were really i mean they really cut their teeth while we were kids Uh, a lot of those i mean you look at like i mean zelda was Eh, I mean, back in the day, right? It was like on our SNES, time, it was right. really getting big. But during I mean, our childhood, though. Yeah, exactly. Like Ocarina of Time comes out, and all of a sudden, it's like, holy fucking shit! Like this Ocarina is this is Medora. insane. And then you get, I mean, Mario sixty four. I mean that that first stage of like this the the like three D graphics. I mean, we got to see all of that, which is really really crazy as a kid because I remember playing like NFL Blitz. And be like, these guys look so real. And you go back and look at them now. For some reason, they're all black. Like, even the white quarterbacks and shit are still black. <laughs> and it's like, they just literally took one model. They're all massive. And they're just, like, 
the same thing, right? And I remember being like, this is so crazy. This is so cool. But like you look back at it now and how simplistic it was. It, again, it was like copy and paste of like one character essentially across the board. And I remember there was like uh, in between quarters, they would have this this girl pop up on screen and she was like in a real skimpy yeah, outfit yeah. and everything, right? It was just this very interesting time for, for games because they were really starting to get not only more attention, but they were also this like um, very unique experience that you couldn't get from anything else and you know 2d stuff was pretty cool and that was fun but now we were venturing into 3d and that's where mario even took off more than what it what he already was and zelda really started to pop off and you got your i mean you had uh quarterback club and blitz and and a bunch of these oh, big blitz. games i mean obviously quarterback club isn't really like a a thing anymore but there's there was a lot of things that really once the 3D era came around, it, it really took off. I mean, you get your your Final Fantasy VII. I mean, which is one of, I mean, probably one of the most regarded games of all time. RPGs ever, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And and that was in that awkward era of having these weird, like, everybody's chest is this weird octagon morphed shape of some sort that doesn't even make sense but at the time i mean you i remember watching it and i i I was playing i think nfl quarterback club and i remember my mom walking in and being like this looks real you know because at the time it was crazy and now you look at madden as janky as madden is today it still is incredible how good that game actually looks at times it has its moments right and it's i mean you we could probably walk in and and be like, yeah, you're playing Madden, but to to people that really didn't grow up on games, it was it, they would be entirely fooled, right? Um, but I I don't know. It, it's I I think Nick and I really kind of grew up in this like perfect time of being the right age to play certain games as they were coming out or shortly after they came out to hit this really interesting point. And like you were saying earlier, Nick it's harder to impress us now, which I think is a detriment almost. We and saw my, the industry flip. Yeah, we absolutely did. We, we grew up we when saw... the industry was... Oh, sorry. What? No, you're good. Go ahead. Well, we, we literally were growing up in a time where it was like, all right, cool, here's your fucking 2D platformers and your SNES, because we were a little bit too... We, 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 we kind of missed that NES phase. So, like, we had the SNES, and it was like, all right, cool, this is sweet. But what's next? And then we literally watched the industry go, oh, what's next? Here's an N64. Here's a PlayStation. From PlayStation, here's the Xbox to the PS2. So we literally saw these first consoles, the first wave of like PlayStation, Xbox. Fuck Nintendo at the moment. Like whatever with them. (laughs) Jesus. Like motherfuckers start out with cards. Whatever. I like Nintendo. I do. But whatever. We watched PS1 come out. I can remember when PS1 came out, my dad had to have it. He he didn't even play. Well, he did. He played like Donkey Kong and shit, but like he had to have the PS1. And then I remember it was supposed to be my gift for Christmas. I go upstairs and he's playing on a PlayStation 1, playing Crash Bandicoot for hours. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's so like I we, we, we got to see all those consoles drop first. I had every one of them. And now to look at where we're at now, it's like 
yeah, we are fucking leaps and bounds. But then I go, but are like we are, but at the same time, like we are and we're not. Right, like right. All these ga- back then a game when it, again what back to my point when a game came out back then, you could see the love put into it. Resident, yeah. look at Resident Evil. Yeah, that team that made Resident Evil was shit on. That game was not supposed to be what it is, but because the developers and the project leads and the people creating that story and game wanted it to be something special, it came out special. Look at, I was going to bring this up. I didn't want to interrupt, but um, are you good? You guys had. I was thinking just in terms of graphical fidelity in games, and for me as a kid, it it was. Hold on, I, I want to look this up just so I have the time frame right because I know. Uh, I just wanted to get the when it came out. It was oh, why isn't it showing up? Thanks, dicks. God, you guys suck. 2007. <laughs> um, so like the Xbox 360 came out in 2006, I think, and I had Gears of War and Burnout Paradise and all these other games, and I was like, wow, these are all really good. And like the like Call of Duty three, and I was like, these yeah. games look great. And then a year later, Crisis comes out. And, and kills everyone's systems. Yeah. Oh, I remember playing it as a kid on my dad's computer, which I don't even remember the specs for that thing. I didn't care, but I was playing it and I was like, wow, this is so cool. I get to just switch between all these, like the gameplay of it was again, leaps and bounds ahead. It was like, I get to be yeah. fast. I can be invisible. I can be super strong. I can take bullets and like, I can grab a dude by his throat and see facial animations like him in pain. Well, and then I facial I can, animations like in depth i can throw him at a tree and yeah. and i hear i can see the trees snap and fall over and i hear his his spine snap with it and i remember yeah. i remember i'm playing it and i'm sitting there like a kid you know playing through it and i see my mom watching me play behind me and, and my dad's sitting there talking to her and he's like yeah he's he can pick up an enemy and throw them at a tree and you can watch the tree break from the force of it or when evan runs through you know uh foliage and leaves and stuff like that the leaves move out of his like he's pushing them out of his way he can change his guns on the fly like you know you can change the sight change a put a suppressor on and take it off you know and it it was just like again you guys got to see that firsthand whereas for me it was like that was kind of the first thing was like this is what games can look like this is what games can be and then not long after that i got battlefield 3 and, and like that was again, it was one of those things where they showed it off and everybody's like, holy shit, you got lens flares in here. You got all these different, you know, graphical animations and or fidelity and all that kind of stuff. And I was just like, as a kid, that stuff was crazy to me. So how you were saying where it's like we're so far ahead by what we look at and what we see, how pretty things can be. Ray tracing is around now and it's beautiful and all this other kind of stuff. But DLSS. then you yeah, and DLSS giving us better performance than ever. And, and, you know, having these amazing resolutions of 4K and being able to play it at 60 FPS or even higher, depending on your system. And now it's like that's we're leaps and bounds ahead graphically. But yet we almost seem like we're we're regressing where there isn't there's no love made into these franchises. We yeah. talked about Far Cry 6. There's no there's no love Assassin's in Far Cry Creed anymore. It's a great example too. Far Cry. Yeah. I loved Assassin's Creed 1, 2 and then like all the, the ones after 2 like Brotherhood, Revelations and all that yeah. kind of stuff and then you had, 3 was good. I think where it really ended for me was 4. I played Unity and I liked Unity but Unity was also I think that Unity was after Black Flag 
And after Unity, I was like, there's no reason to play another Assassin's Creed game because it's not fun anymore. It's the same. I mean, granted, the previous games were pretty much the same shit, too. But there was a story in the modern day to follow along with Desmond Miles and all that kind of stuff. And then once that kind of ended and it was just kind of like, yeah, you're just playing some guy who's going through memories. It's like, well, it's not as fun anymore. And you guys weren't really changing up the formula. I mean, yeah, you like you showed me the video of Far Cry 2 where it's like, Far Cry 2 came out in the early 2000s and you could shoot branches off of trees. And now you play Far Cry 6 and you shoot branches and there's just a bullet hole there or not even. And it just doesn't do anything. And it's like there's no love in these franchises that have been around forever. And it's. It's it's like back in the day, I, I mean, obviously, the point was to make a buck but they also did what they loved and they made something that they loved and it made good money. And now it's become, how can we make the most money while spending the least amount of money? And it's like, it's, that's the thing is that you like, maybe they think gamers are stupid and I will agree. Some of them are, I know plenty of them that are stupid like crazy. So yeah, I I was going to say, I know plenty plenty of gamers are that are stupid. I won't say any by name, John. Um, but like, you know, you I know he's not my bit, you piece of shit. I know he's not watching it, so I don't really care. But um, like we keep and I'll be honest, maybe they're going to keep making them now because they're getting everybody to subscribe to like EA Play and Xbox Game Pass. Yeah. And like I, I love I love the service of it. And I love that I can just pay this amount of money and get any game that comes from them over the years or like over that year that I pay for it or whatever. But I also dislike that it's like, yeah, we've made Madden 22 and Madden 22 is just like Madden 20 and 21 and 19 and 18 and 17 and so on and so forth. And those are just sports games. But yeah, you look at Far Cry, Far Cry 4, 5 and 6 are all the same. 3 was really good. And 4, like the the most appealing thing is the villains and where we're at. But at the end of the day, motherfucker, we found out that you use the same map. Yeah, they use Far Cry four and then they they're like, hey, it's been six months. We came up with New Dawn for half the price. And it's like, how'd you do that? shit? It's like, yeah, we reused the map and we just wiped everything and recreated new assets. And those assets weren't even new. They were just the same trees and bullshit that we had seen before. Far Cry six has the same. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Go ahead. No, no, no. no. I I cut you off. I didn't didn't realize. I I had one last thing to say on that. And I I was going to say. Far Cry six has the same audio files for weapons like like firing that they used in far cry three and it's been 10 years i think it's Not like look so you're telling me that you're gonna price a game at 60 bucks but you're reusing audio and visuals and animations what you, what was that 60 dollar price point just for giancarlo esposito which i'm cool with i love him <laughs> was. i love him i have no problem with him but like seriously you're charging me this for i mean at the end of the day it's like a 30 dollar game realistically and on from my 15 minutes of play time but yeah go ahead sorry yeah and that's kind of what i was getting at earlier where it's for one i feel like we're harder to please because oh, yeah. we we yeah. have seen all of this expansion and all of this improvement upon games in our lifetime but i also feel like to some extent developers are definitely getting more lazy where it is this this mixture of kind of um uh, yeah the the open world concept right like you put a lot of work of work into this open world but it's it's empty there's there's nothing going on or or you just packed it full of like oh go over here there's Fetch like quest. a chest here or, you know just random things like that and so 
to come from an age where, yeah, you know, it, you you did play like side scrolling Mario games and then you get to see these crazy open world games or not even open world, but like your your large levels like Mario 64. And then you move forward a little bit f- more and now you start to see you Halo, the original Far Cry, Far Cry 2, uh, Crisis, like all of these crazy games. And then as it continues now it's like okay well now we're seeing the same same games we saw from early 2000s and then the mid 2000s and the late 2000s and fuck i mean now we're 2021 and they just put out assassin's creed valhalla not too or last year and it's practically the same as odyssey i mean to some extent right like there's there's obviously differences and i'm not knocking on the team there but there's no push to expand this and to make this a better game and actually appeal and and improve upon the formula. It is more of the same formula. Push the boundaries. So right. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I don't think it's even the team anymore. I think it's the people at the top. No, absolutely. I I think it's publishers at this point. No, that's what I was saying. I didn't want to knock on the team because I absolutely never want to knock on the dev team. That's never, never my goal in anything like that because they they put their blood, sweat, and tears into these games for sure. But yeah, at the top, it's greed. It's getting it out as fast as possible. It's make as much money as cheaply as you possibly can. So look look at CDPR. Look at oh, Witcher I was going to bring him up. He beat me to it. <laughs> Look at Witcher 1 and 2. Yeah. They were not commercial successes. They just weren't. Witcher 1 was yeah. terrible. Nobody liked the Witcher. Like People no. did enough for it to have a second, right? Those cats are freaking Hardly. out. Hardly. Yeah, I saw um, that. There's a war going so on back Witcher there. Holy 2, shit. <laughs> dude, it's insane. And I'm not picking my nose. I'm messing with my nose ring. Sure. So, <laughs> That's what Names, I do. <laughs> say something that what people say before they pick their nose. <laughs> I, I am messing with my nose ring. Um. Witcher 2 comes out. It's better. Witcher yeah. 3 comes out and Blows it is up. groundbreaking. Yes. Because right, there's boobs in bugs. there? Yeah, there's a lot of it's tits. It's definitely boobs. I never, I've never. i played Geralt. it three times. I've never seen boobs. Geralt's pretty hot. Don't care. Pretty Whatever. hot dude. Um, but no, like the, that game, it's groundbreaking. It, it truly is. So you put your, you start to put your faith as, you know, kids and adults. You start to like love companies. I for me, it was Valve, Steam. I loved Valve. So like Half Life Two comes out, play the fuck out of it. Episode One comes out, play the fuck out of it. Two, play the fuck out of it. I'm told there's a three. It never happens, right? So it's like you start to have these expectations for these companies as a child and as an adult. It's like. So when a company drops something like Far Cry 6 that's coming out of next-gen hardware and does not act like a next-gen title, that's a problem for oh, all ages, for, for fucking young gamers to old gamers like us. And it's like, dude, like, again, my point stands. When a game came out back in the day, there are shitty games back then. There mm-hmm. just is. There just yeah. is. But, like, even Doom 3 which a lot of the fans hated still created new fucking technology for video games that is still being used. Yeah. It's lighting system alone is revolutionary to this day. It was revolutionary. Yeah. So like right. 
games were not just they weren't just games it was like we're creating new technology for uh people to play with uh entertainment sorry the, the i couldn't take it to word but entertainment wow. oh you shut up but like it's like it was it was making new technology for entertainment's purposes now it's just like pump it out pump it out and that's depressing for yeah. someone like me who I want to play these new games. Like, I like Metroid Dread. I do. But it, to me, when I play a Nintendo game like that, it's just not a Nintendo game. Yeah. When I hop onto my Xbox or my PlayStation, which, again, I'm primarily PC, but when I hop onto those and I play, like, Halo, Gears of War, uh, God of War, Ghost of Tsushima, Last of Us, those are monuments. Yeah. Those are industry titans that do something different every time last of us especially in this instance did something different with its story it saying we can be as serious as we want and as dark and gritty as we want in a story god of war said we can fucking show a coming of age tale where yes kratos was a rage monster that's all he was when i was a kid I wanted to be Kratos. Yeah, he was so a sexually driven rage monster. Absolutely. Right, so I could beat all my boys up and fuck their girlfriends, right? As a child, that's all I was thinking of. <laughs> Is that your goal? But like, right, as a kid, they're like, cool, I want to be Kratos. Now, now though, it's like, as a fucking adult who is a father. I want to fuck everything I see and kill my dad? I, not just I my don't. dad but my boys too my friends <laughs> right yeah, everyone i've ever met except for the people i fuck and maybe even sometimes exactly. the people i fuck yeah you guys maybe are taking depending. This to a different level uh, no i, I just think... I, that's like absolutely what i was going for just to absolutely fuck with you so but like now as a parent playing god of war the new god of war i'm like holy shit yeah like it that shit is important to me in gaming Fortnite, Apex Legends, PUBG was important. It PUBG it, started it and then it fell it apart anyway. Started wow. it and yeah. broke itself, and now we have these other Fork games knife. that are doing the same shit. Apex. Which is cool for the kids. It's cool for the kids, man. But like I don't want all shooters to be like this. I I don't want it to all be arena shooters either, right? Like I don't want to just have all right, everyone, you got to play Quake now. So It's not fun for everybody. But for me, games like Quake, Halo, Counter-Strike are fun. You know so what I'm saying? Like, like, I don't know. So, so the, but what I was thinking about just when you said that was, especially about the shooter part of it, is that look at Battlefield. 2042 has been, by most people on the Reddit, which I don't believe most of them are people anyway, um, five people on Twitter hated it. That means five million people hated five it. Five million people hated it. And <laughs> look, with Reddit, it's the same thing. Every single time I get notified by a post, which I don't know how that I Reddit, I hate your fucking app on my phone because I look at a subreddit one time and you're like, you must want notifications from the subreddit. It's like, I don't. Yeah, Use can we fix that? Bacon I, I don't reader want so much better. I, I don't want to be I, I don't want to be at work. I think it might be Android only, but I, no, I don't want to be at work and, and get a notification <laughs> from Reddit pop up. And it's like, I'm you've old. been in the ass subreddit a lot. Here's a couple pictures of butts. And it's like, great. Now, Wait, Michael, is that, a, that. Is, is that a subreddit? Damn, oh, I'm sure it is. Absolutely. It's a subreddit. He's already going to it. Um, no, I'm not Perry. She's up. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like 
most of the most of the notifications I get from from the Battlefield subreddit are people complaining about specialists and they're complaining about this, which, as Nick just said, I, I don't I don't want all my shooters to feel the same. And I get that. But I also understand that for Battlefield, it. The problem with it is that I, I guarantee a lot of the guys, uh, the higher up guys are like, well, COD Warzone's done very well. Apex has done very well. You know, they have specialists. They have, you know, this, which I mean, for Warzone specialists really don't mean anything other than just like the skin. There's no yeah. incentive to play a certain one. Apex is different. Overwatch, obviously, you play different characters with different abilities and health and all that kind of stuff. It was it was almost and, like they were trying to go the Overwatch route of having like a, a hero type kind of but even then you could still all play as the same thing it, it, it was a weird you weren't choice forced. to say the least right yeah you you weren't forced to play as um all mckay or, or you weren't forced to you weren't forced to have a like a different unique specialist i know for hazard zone the the uh, third game mode sorry i got like uh, hiccups going on um for like the third uh, game mode hazard zone, you have to play as unique specialists, but that's what they said is that you do not have to play as specific specialists. You just cannot play as for uh, like right. of the same. And, and that's where I kind of go and I say, all right, well let's see because battlefield hasn't done that. So I want to see it. But then I also see other people's points where it's like, well, I want it to be different and I don't want it to be. I've waited how many years for a new battlefield game and a new battlefield game finally comes out. And yet it's, a hero shooter. I, I mean, uh, all that kind of stuff. So I understand the point of that. What I do not think works is yelling about it on Reddit and going, uh, the devs fucking suck. And I hope you all get AIDS or some bullshit like that. Good and then God. going, yeah, I mean, just, yeah, you say shit like that. And then they go, yeah, we're not gonna listen to you. It's like, well, why? It's like, you just kind of told me to get a life threatening illness. Why would I, you know, listen to you? Um, so, uh, sorry, go ahead. I, I don't I had, mean to keep cutting you uh, off. Uh, hilar- just... <laughs> hilariously, again, I have one more thing. Um, Naturally. The, the only <laughs> other thing that I was going to say, which was different from the shooter aspect, but when Nick was talking about it, is that like the staples, or as he referred to it, as the monuments uh, of games, like God of War and The Last of Us and stuff age, like that. At least, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I look at Rockstar as a great example, where it's like you had 4, and 4 was a, a huge thing. 5, uh, GTA 5 was, was huge. And then you had like there was that kind of thing and going around, I think for a lot of people when it came to open world games, especially with like far cry assassin's creed, all that kind of stuff, GTA where it was like, there's nothing new about these, like the Witcher series. And they were like, there's nothing new about them anymore. We need something refreshing. And red dead two came out and they were like, not only is this an incredibly nuanced tale of, of outlaws and revenge and consequences and, and, and honor, but you also can go and talk to any NPC Granted, some of those, uh, obviously, as expected, some of those are, you know, responses are the same or some of those voice lines are the same, but you can go up to anybody and greet them politely or be an asshole and you can go with that. There will be random things that will happen to you along your journey that might happen to you that don't happen to others. And, and that, again, when it came out, it was a masterpiece. And everybody said that they were like, it's the uniqueness of each playthrough. Granted, everybody can go through the game enough times and they will see everything. But it it was the fact of I can go play it and I can be like, oh, yeah, I was I was riding along in the middle of the night down this little trail and I got attacked by a, a pack of wolves. And once I you know cleared them out and I started moving forward, I got attacked by a whole bunch of bandits or I was getting blocked from a bridge by a whole bunch of uh, gang ba- uh, bandits or whatever. And I couldn't I had to yeah, you know kill them all or I had to, I had to just run away. Whereas Nick could be like, 
I went in the middle of the day and I didn't experience anything. Or I went in the middle of the night, just same area you went to. And I only got attacked by a pack of wolves or I didn't get attacked by anything. It's the, the randomness of things, just how the West was you, everybody wasn't expected to have the same thing. So like, that's just what I'm thinking of when it comes to like rockstar to me is still one of those staples of, of companies and and gaming because they take eight years to make each game, which I get people want to bitch about, but I'd rather them take eight years and it come out pretty damn flawless than pull like a CD project red and be like, yeah, cyberpunk's going to be like the new thing in open world. And then it comes out and it's like, dog, the hamburger and fries in this look like it was made in 2006. Like I'll pull, I'll pull up an image right now. Just I, I, I do like rockstar, but God damn, I wish they'd stop milking the absolute shit out of GTA five. Like I, I like I GTA they, five. I, I, I love fantastic. that. They do it just cause it's stupid. It, like these shark cards and everything and like the price of, of right. the just like buying a house in this game is insane like it and you don't earn money all that quickly but um yeah it, i i agree red dead 2 is that that game that really did that that unique open world this something that i was kind of scared about at first because i've seen a million open world games i've seen what I mean, GTA Five was a great example of a, of a really good open world game, but I mean, I I didn't know what to expect. I didn't know if they were going to end up falling into the same you know traps that a lot of other people have, and they knocked it out of the park. I mean, they they absolutely created this very unique world, and like you were saying, every every time you go to do something, it, it's very different from someone else. I'm very I, I'm also very interested as to how they actually coded all of this to happen the way they did because. It's such a large map, and to to have that many random events in various different places and stuff, I, I imagine that would be a little bit of a nightmare. But they, I mean, they killed it. Um, right. But one of the other things I wanted to bring up as as you know uh, the adult gaming topic, because I mean we we've talked a lot about just quality in games in general. Yeah. But I mean, just time management, and I mean, it, it, there's that old saying of like it either takes time or it takes money and you can never have enough of, of either. Right. So, I mean, now as an adult, like I remember when I first moved out and we had, uh, my, my firstborn, he was very, very little and we did not have much of anything. Right. And we were living in a, in an apartment. I didn't buy games. Like I did not buy games. I had the same games that I had when I moved out. And I remember one time I bought, um, it was trials. Uh, the, the, the first version of like the, the, uh, motorcycle game on Xbox 2D, 2D bike game. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I played that. And, I felt so fucking guilty about buying that game. It was $20, 20 fucking dollars. And I felt awful because it, it was like, I mean, we were, we were living tight. Right. And it was a very different, um, vibe than kind of what we have going on now. And and now it's like, if I want to go buy a game, I can go buy a game. And that's, that's not like a weird humble brag thing. It's just, uh, I've, from working and and building up resources and things like that. Like I, I am now able to buy games, but it's a, now it's when, when the fuck am I going to have the time to get through a 70 hour game? Like I I don't have that kind of time. I usually find time eventually, but it's, it's very weird that, that, that dynamic of, 
as a kid, I was like, oh man, when I get older and I have, you know, a, a better paying job, I'll be able to buy any game I want. And, you know, I can just sit around and play it all day. And it's like, yeah, no, that's not how that fucking works at all. Like I don't play games until typically I'll play switch a little bit, but I don't play games until the whole family goes to bed. So I'm usually not playing games until nine 30, 10 o'clock at night. And then if I want to continue to play, I'm staying up late and sacrificing sleep because I still have to get up at like six o'clock the next morning and, right. and go to work or, or on the weekends I, I can, you know, have a little bit of leeway. Fine, but I remember fine. as a kid, like I had the same game. I remember playing fallout three for God knows how long, right? Years, years, years. Yeah. I stretched that game out so fucking long. It's impressive. But I remember staying up till like three o'clock in the morning and getting up at six, six thirty to go to school the next day. And it wasn't a problem. That shit doesn't fly anymore. I can't do that anymore. Now it's like a headache. Doing <laughs> so I can remember when elder scrolls came out, elder scrolls online. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And this was at a point where I was uh, in my second apartment, I believe. And uh, money was tight. Money was fucking tight. I had a computer that was on the fritz. And at that point, it was only PC. Yeah. You were playing Elder Scrolls Online on a PC only. That was uh, 2014, by the way. Yeah. My first apartment. Yep. And my second apartment. And uh, I remember trying to figure out, like, how am I going to fucking play this? How? Like, I need to play this game. I, I don't have a job. I didn't have a job. I didn't have a job until I was, like, fucking white. I mean, I worked. But besides the point, I, at that point, I, didn't, I wasn't, I didn't, I had no, I had no income. But I had a computer, kind of, right? Like, right. and it was fucked up. And I was, like, you, you brought up Trials. I was playing the demo yeah. over and over and over again getting stoned every day just playing that demo that's all i had or i was playing gears of war or i was playing halo old games and you know it was like okay do i sacrifice a meal (laughs) in my stage do i sacrifice meal or do i figure out how to get this computer built up well i've got the computer built up right nowadays that doesn't exist for me anymore if i want a game i can go out and get that game Right, right. But I get a game like Cyberpunk where it's supposed to be endless hours. But I, I'll bring Cyberpunk up because that's the <laughs> last game I played that was supposed to have that crazy amount of hours. Yeah. Well, I got a kid. I, I have a job. I have a fucking wife. So, like, now it becomes a thing where it's like, okay, half my day is working until nine o'clock. I'm with my son and my wife. After that, my wife still wants to hang out. So when, where do I put the game at? Yeah. Yeah. Rather than, okay, I'll play a couple rounds of CSGO after the kid goes to sleep. And I have more time to hang out with my wife. Mm-hmm. It, beca- it becomes a juggling act when you're older, man. Oh, it, absolutely. It, and it sucks. It fucking sucks. That was like, something that yeah. took a long time for us to kind of find a balance on because she actually used to stay up with me when I would play and she'd actually just sleep on the couch next to me and then eventually that kind of went by the wayside. I mean, so it's it was a weird thing that took a little bit to find that balance of when I got some game time and now now we've got it pretty well figured out. She goes lays down at like, you know, 9:30, 10 o'clock, and then after that it's it's my time and I get a little bit of 
little bit of game time in there and usually stay up probably later than I should still. But yeah, uh, regardless, I mean, yeah, exactly. You're you're spot on. And well, like I still look back at like glory days of gaming for me, which was literally hanging out in a basement with like eight other people with TVs all around us on Xboxes or PlayStations or a PC in the corner, which I would usually be on. And it would just be like night, you know, 17 to 19 years old was like just chugging beer and Mountain Dew and Red Bull and smoking oh. cigarettes. My breath smelled like just like cock meat sandwich at that point, too. I'm sure. Ooh. But like not good. <laughs> so dis- so like, descriptive. It's the worst thing about yes. hanging out with this guy. Well, like it was sweet, though. Right. Like looking back at that, like to that, me, Jack, that, that was no, not the cock meat sandwich breath. But like just all the gaming <laughs> I was cool. doing. I like I'd be I, I remember getting Kane and Lynch, the second one. Yep. Oh, great. Yep. Good. And games. I just fucking right away. I beat that game that night. I drank a six pack of uh, Red Bull, smoked an entire pack Ooh. of cigarettes oh, while playing God. this game, and I was on the couch. But I, my boys were behind me, going, "Holy shit, you're gonna do it!" And I'm like, "Yep, I'm gonna do it." Walk, walk <laughs> to Denny's, go get a fucking Grand Slam, which go back. And we're playing Call of Duty. That, but that, that yeah. was awesome. Oh yeah, could I do that now? <clears throat> fuck the fuck no. My ones would explode. Right. I remember going to pick up Master Chief Collection. Uh, That was probably one of the last midnight releases I went to. Uh, I I take that back. I I went and picked up uh, Smash Ultimate at midnight, but it wasn't like a party. Like I I do want to touch on. I do want to touch on midnight releases. Yeah. Uh, But the uh, the the midnight release thing was always so cool. But anyway, uh, Master Chief Collection. I went with a couple buddies and we we went and picked it up and came back and we went to play it and shit was broken as hell. Like <laughs> it was absolutely fucked right out the get go. And we didn't know what to do. And at the time, I think I can't remember what the order of things was, but uh, I, I ended up like they ended up just kind of hanging out and doing their own thing. And then I ended up playing destiny and that's how I ended up getting into destiny, which I had picked up, I believe prior quite a bit prior to that. And I just never got into, and that's, it was one of those things that like all of a sudden I was wrapped into it, but yeah, it was like those midnight releases and going and picking up, especially a new multiplayer game, going with your boys and picking that shit up and coming home and you're like talking shit the whole way back. And, and you get yeah. back and, you know, you, and you actually are able to sit there and play it and everything. That was always awesome. Or I remember there was a couple times I was, I was, uh, uh, I can't remember how old I was at the time, but I remember I had my mom pick up a game, right? Like I was like, Hey, I have it pre-ordered. All you need to do is go in there, tell them that you're picking it up for, for me <laughs> and they'll give it to you. And she brought it home, man. I remember me and my buddies would stay up all night and beat this game, yeah. right? Like we'd, we'd start at like six o'clock in the evening and just play until, you know, seven o'clock in the morning and, and just grind this game out. And and that was that was fine. That was fun. That was awesome. It was that that feeling of like being able to do that. And I never felt like I was missing out. Like if I beat it in one night, that wasn't a problem. That wasn't a big deal. And we would still play multiplayer. I, I remember specifically the one that's sticking out in my mind is uh, one of the Gears games. I don't remember if it was two or three, um, yeah. but I remember 
I got that game and we played all the way through it almost in one night, made it to like the last level or the last boss. And my buddy's like falling asleep. Like it's like seven o'clock in the morning. We haven't slept yet. You know, we've been drinking energy drinks and, and just, just staring, staring at this TV, trying to beat this game. And, and we ended up going to sleep before we beat the boss. But it, it like the, I remember getting so much more value out of those games and, and enjoying that midnight release and playing it on release day. And now it's like game comes out. I might even pick it up on release and then I won't touch it for like a couple weeks. Until like, it's patched up. Yeah. Until they actually fix their shit because, you know, games can be patched now. So they don't feel any need to actually have everything. It doesn't, it doesn't have to be a finished product when it, when they no. drop it. Yeah. They're like, Oh, well no, we'll fix it later. Um, I was remembering when you were talking about how your mom went in and picked up a game for you. I was with my mom uh, at our at a Best Buy near us, or not Best Buy. Sorry, it was a Blockbuster. Gone now. Well, so he's not uh, that old. He's not that young. Uh, you you think I am just from the year, but like it's like no, I know VCRs and shit. Like, yeah. like I had to watch Titanic on two different tapes. Like, for the record, right, if my mom knew she was picking up Gears of War, she would have lost her fucking Oh, mind. see, and this is this is where my story comes in, is that, so I wanted to play uh, Saints Row 2, and uh, when I oh asked my, my dad if I could play it, he was like, no. He was like, fuck no. He was like, what are you thinking, you fucking kid? And I remember I was with my mom at this blockbuster and I'm looking through the game. She's like, she's being a mom. So she's like dealing with my little brother who's like a baby at this point. Fuck you, Jack. And, (laughs) you know, she's like dealing with him. She's looking for a movie that she wants to watch or like a movie they're picking up or some bullshit like that. So I'm just she's like, yeah, go look for a game you want. She was like, go fucking do what you want to do. And I was just like sneaky, like messing with my hands. Like, yes, I got it. And I walk over and I look at Saints Row 2. And I'm looking and I see like this one's got a picture on it, picture on it, picture on it. And I find the the copy that has no yeah. picture of the game. Yeah. That game. Except for case. just. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's got <laughs> no picture of it. It just says the name in the bottom right corner, like the, the sticker. And I grab it and I give it to my mom. I'm like, can I get this one? And she goes, yeah, sure, whatever. And gives it to him. And then I come back home. I do not let my dad see it. I do not let him see it. Yeah, I'm hiding it. (laughs) She doesn't mention that I got something. He goes to bed and I I, like pull that shit out like a like a criminal. And I open that up and I pop it in my 360 and I start playing. And I I think I played it for like maybe an hour. And I was like, this is stupid. I don't like this. (laughs) But I was like, it was just the it was the forbiddenness of it. Right. Yeah. That's why I wanted to play it. It was it was like GTA. The the stepsister porn, right? Right, yeah, feeling. I I would say it's probably the <laughs> same thing. Yucky. I think that's I think that's the same vibe though. Is people like it because it's like, oh, it's not good, and it's like, what's well, not like Saints Row Two? It's just gross. So <laughs> we can't win. I, I have a couple points. First point I wanted to make was towards Evan's recent point. I miss that taboo feeling of being young, yeah, and like mm-hmm. conning your mom. My dad didn't. My dad give a fuck less about what I did. I'm not. I, I, have some, I have some to add on to that when you're I done. Smoking, I think it'll get. I, I, I think it'll get a good laugh. I was smoking cigarettes at ten. I, whatever, right? So, my mom was the one who was like, "I don't know if you should play that game." And I was like, "No, no, whatever. Shut up. I'm playing this game." She's like, oh, "Whatever." The tabooness of like getting, being that kid who could play the M-rated games. Come over to my house. I have Duke Nukem 3D. I have Manhunt. I have GTA fucking Vice City. 
Like, that was sweet. And then, like, the older you get, everyone's like, I got it too. So that goes out the yeah. window eventually. Yeah, that you don't have any death. sort of forbidden. Yeah, no. I mean, yeah, it's how it was back then. It's like I would play GTA and I would like always avoid doing anything or or even going to a scene I'd know in like a previous playthrough that would have anything sort of sexual in it because my dad would say it and he'd go, I don't know why I'm letting you play this. And then he'd stop me. And it's <laughs> like that was it. And I couldn't play like Saints or I couldn't play any of the GTAs or anything like that. Now I just sit here. My dad's, you know, just across the room from me. And it's like, I got Hoonie Pop 2 up on one monitor. You know, I'm playing like <laughs> bubble games. I'm trying to see boobies. And then the other one, I'm talking to you guys and he's just sitting there playing Wars. He doesn't give a shit. He's, he's going, playing those he's, hentai puzzle games. I, I'm playing like hentai puzzle games and my dad's playing Wars and he looks over. He does a double take. He's like, I want to play that shit. Like, where do you get that, Evan? I'm like, oh, it's on Steam, Dad. It's like my mom comes and she's like, what the fuck is this? It's like, yeah, I mean, there's no worry. I absolutely remember getting in trouble with GTA 3. And I, at the time we were playing it, my buddy brought his PlayStation 2 over to play it. And we were sitting there playing. And I remember my my mom walked in and I, I tried to play it off like it was a fucking racing game. But of course, the driving was dog shit. So yep. I actually ended up hitting someone. She's like, what are you playing? That's not a racing game. You just hit somebody and killed them and <laughs> and like all this stuff. And of course, I was busted. I mean, I, I was pretty young at the time, so I, was, I wasn't I hadn't honed my skill of lying about shit yet. Um, <laughs> but eventually, yeah, I just I yeah, that that feeling of like sneaking to play some like M rated game. I remember playing uh, the getaway. Do you remember yeah. that one? Yeah. I do remember the getaway. I remember sneaking. Oh, to I might be that. too young. I remember all of these like these like GTA adjacent games that came out getaway. around like GTA three and and like trying to play these games and sneaking it. I and, never and played that. I, I I also remember like so I grew up in a pretty like rural area, right? And so chewing yeah. was a big thing. So I started chewing very young, and. Um, the I, I remember my dad's alarm clock would go off at 4.30. So in the summer when we were staying up very late and it was like 4.30, it's like hide everything. Like hide hide the fucking yeah. chew bottles, hide the fucking alcohol, hide anything and everything. everything. Like hide it now. And one time we missed it. And he came down and we were sitting there playing a game or whatever. And like I remember having that shit out and we just had to like <laughs> half-ass hide it. I don't know if he knew or not. because He didn't care. I guarantee yeah, he was, he, like, he was like, fuck this. It's too early. I'm going to work. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's just that that taboo feeling of like staying up super fucking late and playing games and doing things you weren't supposed to was was half of the experience at the time. I remember being young and super edgy. And this you is like our edgy. Not young I'm not edgy. <laughs> but like, I remember my parents split up. So I lived with my mom. So like I I finally like at that point like my dad was in the phase of like I got to win my kids back. So he just like just would buy us shit. And I'm like, dude, stop buying me shit. I don't you're an asshole. But like he bought me like a computer, a gaming computer back then. And I remember downloading uh super guys, I'm sorry guys. Oh, super Columbine bad. RPG. Oh, dear God. Wow. Of all the games right. you could have said. That's what I played. I, I'm being honest. I didn't even know that game existed. It's like oh. Pokemon. I'll show you after the game. After the no. fucking uh, no. podcast. <laughs> Don't. But <laughs> no. I remember my mom. Do you still have it installed? 
No, this is. Oh, bitch. you're gonna find a, a YouTube video? It's, it's, yeah, <laughs> I'll show you. Yeah. Open. I remember fine now. I'm sure. My mom is, was a nurse. I mean, she still is, but like. She like, was, but she still is. She, well, she's like she higher up was. in the hot in the medical field now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like back then, she was an RN, so like she'd have fucked up hours. Oh yeah. I was, smoke, I was smoking a joint. I was like, hey, I'm gonna play some. I'm gonna play you? some. I've been playing some fucked up games and smoking chewing. <laughs> I was fucking smoking a joint and playing this game. She's like, I'm not mad about the weed. That I could distinctly remember her going, I'm not mad that you're smoking weed at 14. I'm mad that you're playing a game depicting this. And I went, It's probably still fresh in her mind. I went, Yeah, whatever, dude. But like, <laughs> I can remember bro. trying to play those edgy games though. And now, like, I look at a game like Super Columbine RPG or like JFK Reloaded, and I <laughs> rack up. That is all. That is also a game. JFK Reloaded is also a game. <laughs> it is. The names. No. The names are funny. It's not even the fact of what they depict. No. It's just like they're so oh. stupid. Yeah, what they depict is fucked up. But goddamn, that name is JFK. Reloaded. It's fucking kind of genius. I'm not gonna JFK, lie. JFK. JFK Redux. Oh, but like, you know what I mean? No. Like being young and like finding these like. You're impressionable. Play. You're impressionable. Right, like you want then, you, like, you know none of your you, you, you know your caught. friends are going to have the hentai games. You know well, your I friends are going to have those, so you got to pick the fucked up ones. But you know what I'm saying like you wanted to be caught to a degree. Yeah, yeah. I did not. Like, I did cuz I didn't care. I was like <laughs> I, I I what avoided I avoided getting caught. Like Brody said earlier, he's like, I hadn't like harnessed or honed the skill of lying. It's like, I don't know where that shit came from for me, but it's like, I had that shit. Nobody knew anything. Oh, I learned it in my early teens, but I, I had it like, I had, young. I had a I pretty right good away. skill of lying at like, yeah, 10 or 11. And I could, I could just get my way out of shit. And it was I, like, yeah, I couldn't figure out a way to be like, yeah, no, it's a racing game where you can fucking hit people. And they bleed, and um, I also have a gun wheel up in the corner. Don't worry about it; it's fine. Yeah, it's I couldn't toys, fucking dude. fight my way out of that paper bag. Right. I mean, it, for my parents, it was it, it was weird. Like they would, my dad would say, "Yeah, play this game," even though it's like M rated, or you know, there's something wrong with it, or whatever. He'd be like, "Yeah, go ahead, do it." And then I'd play it, and then a couple days later, or like a week later, if I was still playing it, he'd walk by me playing it or whatever if it was in the living room or like you know in a place like this in the sunroom like where people are going to just normally walk into and he'd see it and he would just kind of shake his head and be disappointed and it's like i don't know what you're disappointed in if it's me or it's like you just recognizing that maybe you shouldn't have let me play that game again but like at the end of the day i just looked at it as like these games have all informed me now of like what's good and what's bad about video games like yeah i never played super columbine rpg or or jfk reloaded i never found an interest in those games because one as for me as a kid i was like i don't care about being cool or edgy about shit i was intellectual we understand i was intelligent and i was like (laughs) i was just like i did not find them i first of all i just didn't find them interesting they weren't like just they didn't screen grab they they didn't they didn't poke at me meanwhile nick and i are over here like (laughs) fucking super columbine Fucking whatever the fuck go brr. Yeah, really. Yeah, yeah exactly. Lizard brain go brr. Um, oh Jesus! That's an image of JFK. That's fucked up. Um, and Super Columbine RPG. I can't but like, look at him right now to fuck up the stream, but I'll look at him later. 
but but it was just the fact of like I see what Brody and and you were saying though, where it's like it's not taboo anymore to play games like these because Fuck let's be that. honest, there are games now like look at look at COD World War Two, or uh, look at no, I'm sorry, look at Modern Warfare 2019. The whole marketing campaign around that was we're not pulling back any punches, but when you play the game, you go, you're just punching to punch. You're not yeah. punching because there's a real moral. You're trying to do shock factor and it's not. You're, you're just shock factoring right. things. And granted, the campaign of Modern Warfare had good moments. Clean House is a great one. Like where it's just that's just a clean mission. It's it's fun to play like it is. First I first impressions of it. You're a fucked up guy. How do you shoot the baby? You would never be an operator. I did um, it so many times. The game said you cannot play right now. The game was like, you should you take a fucking break. You cannot kill this baby anymore. Go play yeah. some Super Columbine RPG. You, you need, need to, to call a psychologist. <laughs> yeah, you need to relax. Um, but like you had fun moments like that in those games. But then it's like you go through it and you realize the game's like the opening of like this guy, the suicide bomber walks out in the middle of like a London square and is like, uh, you know, about to blow up his vest in front of a kid or whatever. It's like you're not doing that because you're you want to talk about that issue. You're doing it just because, you know, it's going to get people to buy your game. You know, it's going to get people to pay attention and yeah. watch YouTube videos or Twitch streams or whatever bullshit. So it's like that's where certain games, I guess, can't be or not can't be, but they they want to be taboo or they try to be taboo. Or they try to be pushing the boundaries in terms of those aspects. And then they don't. Great example. Again, even more recent cyberpunk whole beginning before that game came out was we don't care about sex. It's in the game. We don't care about, you know, gender. Hardly. We don't. Yeah. Yeah. We don't care about gender. You know, people are who they are in this game. There's no, there's no uh, sacred feeling of the body anymore in its natural state. It's just all about who can modify what and how much they can modify it. That's why there are people who are completely silver, you know, all that kind of stuff. And, and that's why when you change your pants, your cock hangs out. Exactly. And then, but then that's all you see. I mean, like, yeah, you get to customize your character's genitals, but for what? Any sex scene does not depict my genitals. It, no. I, I'm never. There's never a view of me looking down at whatever I have. There's never anything like that. Even the scenes that are in the game that are for story purposes of like romancing a character through your storyline, whether it be Pan Am or Judy or whoever. I mean, there's no real. It's not a real sex scenes. It's just touching I mean, and audio and then it fades to black goes to another scene in a different part of that sex scene and then it you wake up the next morning and not only that but the people you wake up next to aren't even there it's like the it, it's the <laughs> video game definition of a one night stand i felt like i got nothing out of this i didn't even get pleasure out of it there was no boobies i saw nothing fun about this <laughs> the, like the witcher 3 yeah. had more like yes. edgy sex scenes than what cyberpunk did cyberpunk that was did. like half of their marketing it was crazy yeah, yeah it was it was all about like yeah we were pushing boundaries and we're doing crazy things but then you play the game and there's nothing crazy about it y'all were telling me about how i could get a cybernetic penis and then i get in the game there's no cybernetic penis to be found i feel like i got played i want my 60 dollars back i could just like, choose between three different sizes of floppy dogs and all it was. cut or cut or uncut. I don't get to pick much more than that. That's stupid. <laughs> I should. I I wanted like a whole. I wanted it like scum. And Nick knows scum. Nick knows you yeah. could. You you made your dong bigger in scum. You your character's intelligence went down. And we're not talking like <laughs> a couple points. We're talking like you made that shit ten inches. Your intelligence was zero. You had no knowledge of anything. It's like That's I wanted right. that, but instead I just got. Do you want normal, not normal, or abnormally big? Also, do you want it cut or uncut? 
I want these things. Okay, that's it. You get nothing else. You could pick if you had nipples or not, which I guess, I mean, I guess that's cool. Like, I don't know. Again, you don't see them other than when you're in that character creator or a character scene where like you're picking your clothing. Like, but other than that, I mean, realistically it doesn't matter. So yeah, there's no taboo in video games either. I guess it's another yeah. thing of growing up. Everybody knows everything now. And the internet, I think is partly to blame for that. Oh yeah. Look at Samsung's what, what's her name? The AI that came out, Annie, Abby, what's her name? Yeah, yeah. You know, the one I'm talking about the one that came out earlier this year. They're like, this is our new AI assistant. And within 30 seconds, somebody had it on rule 34. <laughs> it's like, dog, how did you have like you had insider knowledge? There's no uh, way you came up with that that quick. So yeah. there's there's one last thing I wanted to touch on in this episode. Yeah. And it's the I mean, we're we're already going pretty long, but I, I, I wanted to fit this in there. So with gaming as an adult, there's a stigma. There's the stigma that some adults should not be playing games. You have better things to do. You have other things you need to be doing. And I've always found that very interesting because I've even heard it from people that I grew up playing games with where they hit adult stages and, and now they're like, oh, I'm too old for games. I, I, I can't do that anymore. Uh, that That's not something that appeals to me. I mean, clearly if you look behind me, I mean, I, I've got fucking pops. I've got, I, I have Marvel tattoos. Like you got, I, shit. I don't, yeah, I don't give good. a shit. Right. Like Wherever I run here, a baby. fucking video game podcast. And, and so to me, the stigma, I don't give a shit, but I feel like, some people almost get pressured out of playing games because of the stupid stigma that people have. And I kind of wanted to get your guys' take on it. But to me, video games is, is that, that relaxation at the end of the day, that, that step away from all the bullshit, all the craziness, all the, 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 whatever it may be from work, you know, and, and be able to, and work and life in general and be able to sit down and actually just, relax and, and have some fun granted sometimes that comes in the form of a competitive shooter sometimes it comes in the form of an rpg but to me that is that is my escape right that that is my way of being able to step away from all of the craziness of you know life that actually has consequences and you you don't respond you don't you know have a way to grind out money easily or whatever it may be uh but it, it's weird to see all of the people that I knew growing up that have just stepped away from that because, you know, of this stigma and of this, Oh, well, adults shouldn't play video games. That's, that's not an adult thing. That's a kid thing. So what's, so, what's, what's your take on it? So Sorry. yeah, yeah. First I off mean, that, I, I feel like obviously between the, th the three of us, I mean, we're, we're all on our own video game podcast and we're currently on a video game podcast. Yeah. So clearly we no don't way. give a shit, but <laughs> <laughs> so for me, video games are timeless, man. Yeah. Like, I, and, I, and I, and I have a couple, I have a couple points for that. One of my main points is I've met a lot of my closest friends, you, Evan, Matt, Kyle Zolkowski, the first time I met Kyle Sikowski, last name. Like, <laughs> Gotta get oh, the last name in there, man. <laughs> Gotta get Kyle the last Z. name in there. Kyle Z. Kyle Z. I Kyle met Z. him because we were just talking somewhere. He said he played Gears. He came back to my house. We played Gears. So I've met all of my good friends. And he stood in your wedding. He stood yeah. in my wedding. Brody came to my wedding. Yeah. Hell yeah. Because of video games. I was there it's, too. Shit. Forget about me. No, I, you, you stood up <laughs> so like because of video games i've met so many great people 
I'm 30 years old. I'm not going to stop playing video games because no. it's not. It's for fucking children. I can go for. I can go from playing a game like Postal to Half Life to The Last of Us to playing Sly Cooper. Yeah. To Ratchet and Clank. I don't care. It's games are for fucking everybody. It's my it, like you said. It is my escape into a reality where I don't. Yes, some of those realities have consequence. Some of those realities are serious. But it's also fun to put myself in those shoes instead of going, okay, I have X dollar amount I have to pay to bills. Let me fucking walk away from that real quick and go fucking see what's going on with fucking Ellie and Abby right now. Let me see the next adventure Gordon Freeman is going to be going on or the big the next big heist for Sly Cooper and the gang. Why would I not want to do something like that? Or what the fuck is Master Chief about to do? Or can I teabag my boys after I fucking beat them down in Halo? <laughs> yeah. Like, why would yeah. I not want that? It's just a big part of my life. It helped me become who I... It helped center me. It helped teach me, a, like, how to deal with a lot of my anger issues, aggression. Like, video games did not make me more of an aggressive person. It centered me. It helped yeah. me relax and calm down and meet new people. So to those who are currently aging, Evan and everyone else, <laughs> like, like, the rest forever. of us that are already there, <laughs> just because fucking society says games for kids. First off, they're not. They're for everybody. The the, the typical age for a gamer, I thought, was in their late 20s, early 30s. Yeah, yeah I, I so, think the average age is like 20 to 30 or something like that. So that stigma alone is incorrect with the statistics. Secondly, it, it's for everybody, man. Like, I don't know. My son, as soon as I can get him to play a video game, I cannot wait to play video games with that kid. Yeah. Like, and then for him to like hop on what Discord is when he's our age. Yeah. Talking shit to his friends. <laughs> like, I'll tell it, you right now, you ended up playing some games that you really could have been okay not playing. No, he's 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 playing Half Life Two immediately. Yeah. Um, well, immediately you're playing Half Life Two. My kids, <laughs> poor, uh, poor kid. I I do that. I, I do a YouTube channel with my kids and yeah. because they beg me to do it, not because I'm trying to monetize my children for those fuckers that think everybody that has a YouTube channel with their kids is trying to, you know, monetize make money their off their children. Uh, I loathe doing it half the time because it's exhausting, but it, they love it and that means the world to me. But anyway, uh, I've played games like Totally Reliable Delivery Service, which is fucking not fun. <laughs> it's not fun at all. I play fun. a lot of Fortnite with them. I, I Things like that. I mean, you'll end up playing a lot of games that you're like, this is fucking dumb. <laughs> but they love it. And so have fun with that when that day comes. Wonderful. It's almost like it's kind of like what Woody said in Toy Story, right? You know, God being there for a you child fit is the most there. noble thing that a, a toy can do. And for us, an toys hour and 45 minutes later, you managed to gotta, squeeze that in there. I got to get the, I got I got to fulfill the contractual obligations <laughs> at a closing at, at the closing minutes of the episode, too. I got I got cars. I got Toy Story. Yeah, I got them both. There you go, Lucas. That's why I did it. That's why I did it, is I did the first one right at the start, so Lucas would be like, yeah, he got it. But then for him to find the second one, he's got to listen to the whole episode. I like that. Uh, Yeah, that's good. That is good. Yeah, Yeah. that's my stance on that. Bury a little treasure in there. So for... uh, Did I say much? I mean... Nope. No, you have not. 
it's it's kind of the same as as as, yeah i couldn't really remember sorry uh it's kind of the same as what nick said where it's like most of my friends that i knew growing up i mean i'm not friends with a lot of people from high school anymore if any and but i remember they would come over to my house and we would always play we'd play cod because we could play it split screen we played black ops together like that we play zombies and you know that was our way of going about it you know that was the thing we'd talk about between classes or during school is it'd be like you know fuck this math assignment let's talk about whatever we're talking you know whatever game we've been playing or whatever what we found interesting and my friends liked some of my friends like nintendo and i couldn't really vibe with that but i was like i'd tell them my stories and playing video games online with my friends on discord or whatever um i tell them my trouble with with those friends like beating a hooker with a giant dildo and saints row 2 yeah, I mean, they're sitting there talking about like, yeah, I played Splatoon and I'd be like, yeah, I mean, I beat the shit out of someone in an alley. So like, you know, I can see we're on two different wavelengths um, here, <laughs> but uh, intellectual. Yeah, me and intellectual beating the shit out of a hooker with a dildo. Me and he's just sitting there Splatooning around. Um, <laughs> Splatooning. Um, oh. But like. I, I met friends through it. I had friends with it and that's what we would re- we would relate about and talk about. It's a very different, not different, but it's very special for me because that's the first memory I have as, as, as a human being was my dad giving me a controller and playing ratchet and clank and not knowing anything about what to do. Um, and then going from that to yeah, crash bandicoot to sly Cooper and going from that, I mean, and the funny thing is, is that the companies like who, the guys who made Crash Bandicoot have made Uncharted and they made The Last of Us. And so they, they followed me throughout growing up. You know, I remember playing Call of Duty and I was like, I, I've seen it go from what I loved as a kid to now where it's just like it's just a cash grab every fucking year. I've seen Medal of Honor. Medal of Honor Pacific Assault was my favorite and probably still is my favorite shooter of all time because of its story not because of its its mechanics are good still i played it not too long ago but like it's still one of the best stories i've had probably because it was also made or helped to be made by the guy who did saving private ryan like right and that's where i think video games reach their peak is when you have this melding of people who have made tv or they've made movies and they go and they say i want to make this video game and i or you know somebody who has that vision of like here's how i envision it as a movie i'd like to make it into a video game where people can play as these characters like the last of us or uncharted or red dead redemption 2 and you get to live your own movie and that's what a lot of people complain about now too where it's like well like the last of us i remember one of our buddies said the last of us is just it's a movie with like a couple action scenes i'm like it's far from it and nick i know you can attest to that it's the least thing from just being a movie you know you get to be there, you get to play and you get to watch what you do in game and how that affects the rest of the story. And that's for me, that's what video games mean. And growing up through them, I'm, I'm apprehensive or I'm cautious where I want to see what we continue to do. And I know that we can do better as, as stories come and making games look better and fluid and feel better and all that kind of stuff. But I'm fearful for, I guess the business side of it, people who don't know shit about what they're talking about saying, just make this and keep it under this budget. And then you give all these devs who might have an idea. This guy who might have one of the best games in the world on his mind can't make it because Jimmy two fucks is up on the 50th floor. And he's saying some bullshit about like, well, we need to keep our budget good. It's like, listen, you guys are Ubisoft. I'm just using them as an example. Ubisoft has 
so much goddamn money and i know they're these motherfuckers have got to be saving it after this point with how far cry's been going and oh, yeah. assassin's creed like you guys are just milking the shit out of this and it's our it's our stupid fault as gamers for buying them i'll say that right now gamers we're fucking stupid just admit it <laughs> don't have don't be on your high horse i'm one of you don't sit there and be like i'm intelligent i know what i'm talking about slightly no, more intellectual but still stupid now, <laughs> not when you buy when you buy Madden 21, 22, oh 20, 19, 18, and 17, and 16, you go, why is 23 no different? Because they've made money off your stupid ass for the past 10 years. Sorry to all the Madden fans out there. I get it. I play them. But like, I pay I for them. I no, typical Madden the... fans listen to video game podcasts. That's the same no, people that don't. just buy COD every year in, in Madden. They just call it a day. And, and like, that's that's where I'm fearful is that we keep playing. And that's the thing is, I think people maybe don't realize or maybe I don't realize. Maybe I'm wrong. But like, we have the power as consumers to say, no, we're not buying your game. You know, yeah. no, we're not going to buy Far Cry 7. I don't give a shit if you got Robert Downey Jr. himself to play the villain. If it's, if it turns out to be the same as five and four and three, I'm not going to want to play it. Like, I, know, I might play it. <laughs> all right. Yeah. If it's Robert Downey Jr. I'm going to, I mean, that was a poor example. Stupidity but like, out. <laughs> just, yeah, just because, just because you have a, a cool name or a good face or whatever attached to the villain doesn't mean that I should pay for it. And I shouldn't certainly shouldn't pay full price after what you like, how you guys just remake the same shit. So like, yeah. I don't know for me. I mean, as a kid playing games, best times of my life growing up, going through my teenagers again, best times of my life playing video games and, and talking to my friends about it and all that kind of stuff and growing up now and seeing it for what it is without the rose tinted glasses. I'm still excited because I have games like the last of us and I have red dead. I'm excited for GTA six whenever they decide to release it after they're done milking GTA five, which will be never. And, I'm excited to see games that are coming out that aren't out yet, like Star Citizen. I'll probably have kids of my own and a mortgage by the time that game comes out, but you know, a guy can hope. And, you know, it's it's all things like that where those things excite me, but then I also look at it on the other side too as, as just who I am of if we keep going the way we're going where we just keep paying for shit and not having... Other than, I mean, seriously, to all the guys on Battlefield subreddit, what do you think you're doing with dice? You think they're really listening to you fuckers, bitch? No. They're going, you guys are going to pay for EA Play or you're going to buy the game outright anyway and we're going to make our money back or some bullshit. So you know what? Just delete the subreddit. Stop talking about it. Don't give them the attraction. Don't give them traction. Don't give them any Twitter attention. Don't give them numbers. That's how they're going to make their money. So I, just stop. I don't entirely agree with that. I think there's something to be said for uh, these these community forums and stuff. I, I don't think they should be it does gone, burn. but right. I think that like you guys are giving them more than you. Uh, you're feeding into it, I think, is the way yeah. I mean. Yeah, fair enough. You're just you're just giving them more of like, yeah, we know they're going to pay for it anyway because they keep bitching about it. Because to be fair, the console version of that game was fucked. Yeah, and I, I heard from you oh, and yeah. Jeff that it was not good, whereas for for me on PC, it was actually very smooth. So, and again, they didn't it's one push of those back to the release date, so... Yeah, Here we so, fucking are, I guess. Exactly. We're going to see. But I like, mean, that's... I'm personally voting with my wallet until they at least patch that shit and it works halfway decent. But right. Then I'll be, I, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it's just one of those things where it's like we feed into it and we give them our money anyway. And then we complain the next year when it's not good again or it's not released on launch. I mean, Cyberpunk, great example. We were so hyped for it for a year, six years, or however long. And then it got to a peak right right before it came out and then it came out and 
it wasn't anything that we wanted. And I think this is not me being a rock star fanboy, but like when I was hyped for Red Dead 2 and Red Dead 2 came out, I was not dissatisfied with anything. Right. I was very happy with the product I had received and I felt like I had gotten my money's worth. I still do. But like, I mean, that's to be my fair. Thing. That is also the game of that entire generation. Like that is right. incredible what they did in that game. Oh, yeah. exactly. So like, I feel like I, but I feel like I got something out of it and I feel like I spent my money well on that. Same with GTA five and uh, same with all of the naughty dog games that have come out like uncharted series and the last of Us series. They, I felt good with those same with like Sly Cooper and all that stuff. I mean, that was sucker punch, but like I felt my, my purchases were justified in those. Whereas with cod or, or fucking Overwatch, even and and any Ubisoft single player game, you know the Division, Ghost Recon, whatever. I feel like I just I give you guys money and I get nothing out of it, and that is what I guess. It's where I wish I was a kid again, and I didn't have to think about it that way, right? You know, yeah. I yeah. wish I was almost twelve again and just kind of playing these games and going, "Oh shit, look at how awesome it is," and seeing it for what the gameplay or the graphics are, rather than here's where my money just went, you know. Right, right oh, into yeah. Johnny Two Shoes Balls or whatever. Whoever I said earlier, that's on the fiftieth floor. I don't remember his name. He's that's not why worth I store it to my me. my money and my balls right next to the P. Exactly. Nobody will <laughs> find it there. The Nobody's pee. looking there, man. Yeah. Uh, well, guys, I greatly appreciate you guys coming on here and giving me two hours of your time. <laughs> Happy to be here. I hope I hope everybody enjoyed this conversation as much as I did because this this was a lot of fun and and when. Definitely in some directions I expected and also in some directions I did not. But anyway, it's guys, serious. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, Nick, go ahead and plug your guys' shit again in case somebody yeah. decided to skip over the, the intro here. Yeah, if you skip over the intro, you're They're a certainly not of the outro. Um, <laughs> don't skip through the outro, please. Yeah, you could check WASD and Beyond out at uh, Beyond WASD on Twitter and on Instagram. Uh, you can always find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, iTunes, or ugh, I said that twice, Spotify. Uh, it's getting, it's getting, those, getting a little late so for late. the old man here. <laughs> I got to be at work at seven. But anywhere you listen to podcasts, you will find us, um, as well as our other show that we do do with the Diggity Podcast called Objectively Bad Opinions, where we don't talk about video games. We talk about anything that comes to mind. We talk about my trauma as a child. We make jokes on everybody and that is a just rorous funny like conversation that we always have with each other and if, if you want that go there um yeah thanks for having us again brody like we always we we love coming on i i, I can remember when we first hopped on diggity just as you guys reached out to us and yeah. now we're here <laughs> i know, you know? It's like, crazy. I, I actually talked about that with the wife on the way up to the wedding. I'm like, how fucking crazy is this that we're driving two and a half hours up to a wedding to some people that I met on the fucking internet for, through the podcast? Like, this is wild. So, yeah. yeah. And you had yeah, a, you had a wonderful time. Us, man. Isn't but, that right, uh, Bertie? You had a wonderful time, right? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. My my absolutely. gun pointed into his back. You had a good time, right? It was right? great. It was great. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, but you can find us, Jeff and I, typically on uh, Twitter and Instagram at Diggity Podcast. You can also find our audio podcast all over the place. I mean, we're fucking everywhere. I think we even made it onto Pandora not too, too 
terribly long ago. That took way too long, but yeah, uh, I've, we've we've made it everywhere at this point. So uh, if you're if you're looking for the audio, or maybe you just caught a little bit of the video today, you can find us everywhere early on Friday mornings. And if you actually want to watch us live on YouTube and Twitch, we will be there on Thursday evenings at about nine thirty. Um, but thank you guys again so much for coming on. Um, and I, with that, see you next time. Peace. Take it easy, yo.